Itami Media Group's 2 million download celebration. Hami Media would like to say thank you to all of our sponsors for supporting our free independent media platform. As we continue to grow with listener and sponsor support, we look forward to partnering with other creators looking to grow their audience, artists, debuting their work, and offering the best artisan products for our listeners to enjoy. Thank you to the following sponsors. Stevie Richards Fitness. Stuck at home? Gym's closed? You can be a band new you anywhere with the Stevie Richards Fitness Resistance Band Training Program. Head over to StevieRichardsFitness.com and join the SRF Resistance today. Zordos Olive Oil. Zordos Olive Oil. Imported ultra premium Greek olive oil. Available now at ZordosOliveOil.com. Taste the difference for yourself. The Coffee Brosters at TheBrosters.com. The only place to get the limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee. Get up and have a cup of bro, bro. Exclusively from thebrosters.com. ProWrestlingTees.com. The best way to support your favorite independent wrestlers, podcast, and host from Hami Media Group and Russo brand is to get their merchandise exclusively at ProWrestlingTees.com. Podcorn.com. Podcorn is the place for podcasters and sponsors to network, find guests, sell ad space, and create new opportunities to build your brand at podcorn.com. And Hami Media Group welcomes our newest sponsor, Tech Memes Ride Home Podcast. When the New Yorker magazine asked Mark Zuckerberg how he gets his news, he said the one news source he definitely follows is Tech Meme. For more than two years and 700 episodes, the Tech Meme Ride Home has been Silicon Valley's favorite tech news podcast. The Tech Meme Ride Home is a daily podcast, only 15 to 20 minutes long, and every day by 5 p.m. Eastern, it's all the latest tech news, but it's more than just headlines. You can get a robot to read your headlines. The Tech Meme Ride Home is all the context around the latest news of the day. It's all the top stories, the top posts, tweets, and conversations about those stories, as well as behind-the-scenes analysis. The Tech Meme Ride Home is like TLDR as a service. The folks of Tech Meme are online all day reading everything so they can catch you up. So listen to the one podcast anyone who's anyone in Silicon Valley listens to every single day. Search your podcast app now for Ride Home and subscribe to the Tech Meme Ride Home podcast. Thank you to all of our sponsors, subscribers, followers, guests, producers, and hosts of Hami Media Group. Two million downloads for Hami Media Group is all because of your efforts and support. I don't want to make. I don't want to be able. To, like, can you hear the the thing in the background? Could you hear the the music? The, the talking. I can't. Okay, it's low enough. All right. If you can, yeah. If you can hear, it's going to be funny because it's going to be shit from the movie. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, let me give me a countdown. Whenever we're ready to go. All right, we're going in five, four, three, two, one. That's very unprofessional to count two and one. Well, I have. Well, not, there's no visual. Not, there's no visual aid. Yeah. I couldn't do the. Not I couldn't do the silent do. two and one. I mean, I was doing it with my fingers. 
that's not what pros do. Do you want me to do anyway, it over again? Um, <laughs> no, leave it all in. Do you want me to start over? This is, no, let's no. let's do that. Let's just start the show that way. Um, See your right, mouth ready? moving. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're ready. Okay. Born ready. Five, four, three. With harder gold to die. <laughs> this is the harder junkyard. <laughs> Wow, despite the music, yeah, despite the music, I was a little confused because Chuck didn't say two and one. (laughs) Me too. I was like, are we ready? Yeah, I was counting down. I was like, five, four, three, and I'm like, oh, somebody's watched Wayne's World. Fuck. I thought thought somebody else would pick up the two and one for me. Make that that happen. Some kind of producer. (laughs) Chuck is a great producer. It's a producer of mayhem. I break my back every day. (laughs) He breaks his fucking back. Break your back. He breaks his fucking back. That's why I don't have to say two and one. That's right. Because you're that awesome. We should just know. (laughs) You don't say two and one. (laughs) So here we are, everybody. (laughs) Welcome again to the Horror Junkyard. We have come back to you. I was going to sing it because I was just listening to Hamilton before. <laughs> Hamilton is so good. It was, yeah, I was, it was very good. And I, so I decided so good. instead of, instead of singing it, but now it made me, I feel like maybe I missed out. We should have possibly had, maybe we should have a musical episode where we, we have, should. we have a musical episode and, and just find it. We'll find a, uh, Musical horror, like maybe Repo, genetic opera. <laughs> just sing, sing our reviews. Just about sing, it. we'll sing the review. Everybody's gonna time. be in tune. Or, I don't know, know if we, we should just, sing uh, it. Maybe we could just sing camp songs because we are in the middle. We are in the actually the the high beginning of our camp month. This Great. is uh, which August. is almost always my favorite month. I love yeah, camp. It's, uh, going to camp, and uh, we're yeah. gonna start off with one of the. We're gonna start off strong, strong style. With the burning. Now, this is one of my favorite movies. Um, pretty much of all the slasher movies, this was this is one of the predecessors to yeah. Friday the Thirteenth and yeah. and those flicks. Like this, this was the granddaddy. Um, and it was it's, like honestly, it's not really. There wasn't a lot of uh, twists and turns. It's not crazy and. It's not like, uh, oh, you got to figure out who did it. You know exactly yeah. who the fuck did it. It's a very subdued yeah. movie. <laughs> they they hid nothing from you. They hid absolutely nothing from you. Um, so we, we are at Camp Blackfoot. And everybody at Camp Blackfoot, you have a bunch of, bunch of teen boys. We start the movie off. And some oddly, really, really unfortunate looking guy as Cropsy. He's the caretaker. Heart. Yes, he is the caretaker, and for some reason, they had a lot of heat with him. Yeah, no he's not well liked. Yeah, and they're like, "We're going to get that son of a bitch." 
And they, yeah, like, why? Why were they uh, mad they, at him? They really don't get into this. However, now, here was this is the 80s. It was a simpler time, 1981, actually. You can just hate um, for whatever reason you want. So, well, here, here's my thing. <laughs> here's the thing about this. So they put a maggot-ridden skull, which I'd where love to know where did they get yeah. that from. I was thinking the I same mean, thing. I'm like, where did they get the skull? Where did they get the yeah. maggots? They murdered a small camper. They murdered one of the other campers. <laughs> so it was all worth it. They were like, this will scare the shit out of him. That's a good yeah, prank, candles, candles in the eyes on his table next to his bed. And he wakes up and he's like, ah, ah. okay. So now here's here's this is where it gets funny. This is where it gets naked gun. <laughs> because he freaks out, kicks the he, for freaking out, he kicks the skull over onto his bed, which is obviously liquor soaked. I know. And then <laughs> why, why and would then you soak your bed in jellic night? Can of gasoline, which is right next to his bed, tips over and sets him like completely on fire. The only way he could sleep was passing out with fucking gas fumes. With the gas, gas fumes filling the he's room. So all of a sudden now he's on fire, comes blowing out of the door. The guy, the stunt man, is obviously in a huge burn suit because his yes. head it's a giant bucket over his head and he runs and he dies into the lake and everybody's like, Oh shit. And that's all they do is hide. They, they hide further. They're like, Ooh, yeah. hide. And this guy dives into the lake. And then we cut to, um, the compassionate folks at St. Catherine's hospital. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> where <laughs> you, you that's really the kind of doctors you want checking on. You oh, number yeah. one. Yeah. This set racial tension back. 20 years because this orderly grabs the nerdiest whitest doctor (laughs) drags him into this room (laughs) to show the ripped up discarded disgusting burn patient it's like the doctor straight out of half-life yeah and and the thing is like it's this is a hospital now imagine going to a hospital going Hey, Doc, you got to check this freaky fuck out. He's burnt to hell. Look at this. We're going to see some shit in here. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, the guy's the like doctor, 40. The guy... And the doctor's cringing like he's never been a doctor I know. before. I didn't well, expect to see this stuff. He, like, wasn't, I don't think he was a doctor because he said the orderly says to him, doesn't he? Or am I wrong? He says, aren't you going to be a doctor? So maybe he was on. But he had the coat on and everything. Though. Yeah. He had, and he had his, own, yeah, his but name still, badge. They 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 go to do like residencies where they're not really doctors yet. Do you do a residency so when you're like you're 45 though? Yeah, this that's, guy is well, 50 years got, old and bald. Maybe he got a late start in life. You guys don't know. He, he got, got held back a lot. Number two, I'm pretty sure in order to get your residency, you have to see some doctory shit. <laughs> yeah, right. You maybe see that was some his blood. Very first day. Maybe and my that was favorite. His very first day. Okay, as a doctor or like on this planet. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Because he's an alien. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was totally too squeamish. And we start the movie off with it's my favorite part. Gene Ubaud, Michael Cole, and Corky Burger presents. <laughs> I noticed that immediately. Corky like, Burger. Corky Burger. That's the that's the foot you want to put forward movie. Did you see did you see who worked on this film? Oh, I we're gonna get to that. Oh yeah. There's a we're lot of get to this. There's a lot of folks. There's this is actually a, a, a pretty this. pretty star-studded movie, I guess, yes, right? This is an amazing film. Um also I'd like to also point out that this was it was from Miramax, our buddy Harvey Weinstein. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. who I was talking about. This that is was the, the part of the movie. This is the movie that launched their production company. 
Yeah, it was nine because yeah. they they started in seventy nine. So this is eighty one. This is their first go. in eighty one. So yeah, man, this is uh, this this had a lot of shit going it's on. Got a, it's got a good track record already, right? Yeah, <laughs> and good way to start it. Yeah, yeah I saw and, that uh, name and I was like, oh, this is going to be full of tears. Hitler's production Pretty. company. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, original story by Harvey Weinstein. Screenplay by Bob Weinstein and Peter Lawrence. Created and produced by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> I want my and name you know everywhere. What? Yeah, and not not one person complained about him on this shoot. <laughs> yeah, so, it was the eighties. Anyway, moving so on. So now five years later. Five years later, they jumped to. And they're releasing him, right? So we got now again. There's no mystery. And why was he in We're the not hospital s- for five years? Burns, man. He a was lot burned. Of burns. And not only five that, burns, yeah. the skin. Yeah, the five s- years. Mm-hmm. They got to slough off that skin every day. They got to <laughs> peel off more That's skin. That's a lot of rehabilitation going on. <laughs> and, so, this, and the skin crafts didn't even work. And, no. and my favorite part is that it's not It's not even a doctor. It's, a, it's like a, ner- a male nurse walking him down the hall, right? And he's like, hey, just remember, it was an accident. Let it go. Yeah, don't blame anybody for this. Right? He's like, don't blame anyone for this. By the way, I'm sorry the skin grafts didn't work. Sorry. (laughs) Now that our exposition's done, don't go out and kill people. (laughs) How about it? That's the last thing we want you to do. Our boy goes out and wears what any red-blooded American camp caretaker would do, horribly burnt camp caretaker would do. He goes to the red light district and picks up the ugliest hooker you've ever seen. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel. Bottom hooker. of the barrel hooker. Um, it's been five years, so, man. Well, and, and he's also dressed like Dark Man, which <laughs> I thought yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> and they show you this is obviously um, this is the red light district because, you know, they're showing you all that, all the fucking porn movie theaters and all the slums. And and literally, just this woman could pass as any waitress in any movie. Um, just she's she's unfortunate as well. She's at uh, um, she's at that retirement age. I guess, yeah, she she is well <laughs> into that retirement age. Where... Maybe she is retired and has just got a side hustle. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, part time job. Think, like she 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 works at a diner. <laughs> She works at an act ten hours a week in the morning. Waitress during the day. Sure. Right, and then really disgusting prostitute at night. Well, it's like her passion now. And then, uh, so yeah, so this so Cropsy goes in (laughs) and uh, again starts the smoothness, and there we think we're going to be treated to a tender lovemaking scene, not not unlike that of of Bog. Where two geriatric patients <laughs> smashing tongue together, kiss, tongue kiss each other, smacking their faces together. Um, so she's uh, she starts undoing her shit, and there he is in the dark with his big hat and his gloves and his giant jacket. And we don't, we're not treated to this, but he removes his hat, and she decides, "You are far too ugly for me to fuck." Yeah, which completely wow. unprofessional, in my opinion. Yeah. And she's just yeah, like just utterly disgusted. Yeah, she is utterly disgusted to the point of like, oh my she god. Was. And I have to say, this was so graphic. Um, if you uh, 
and this was this is one of the things when I was younger and I saw this. This was one of the things that you're like, wow, because now he grabs those big pinking shears and when he jams her, and he's like shaking her belly as he's stabbing her. <laughs> it looked legit. This is yeah, it, it looks did. legit. <laughs> Then he bashes her head out the window, and you're like, what the fuck? So we start the movie off literally with a bang, and you're like, all right. And the only thing that kept ringing in my ears was, it's an accident. You can't blame anybody. But this poor hooker paid for it. (laughs) Don't go crazy out there. Yeah, don't go crazy out there. Don't get revenge. Don't go on a murderous rampage. It's just an accident. I mean, I would probably be mad as well. Let's be honest. Well, five years. It took five years to could have got past that. He kept that going. I give him credit. And then we are treated to the opening of Camp Stonewater, which is, I guess is the rename of Camp Blackfoot. And the wonderful, wonderful blonde playing softball with no bra on. In slow motion, <laughs> no less. I'm like, oh yeah, I we're mean, in the 80s. Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And yeah. I'm just going to be honest. These girls... Might have been eighteen. Oh no, no, no! Like these, uh, I'm guaranteeing there was a range of sixteen to twenty. Yeah, young. About, I mean, young people in there. Girls were young. Well, they're obviously camp-aged girls, yeah. and you can tell. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah, but again, like, this was the eighties. They were for real, like. 16. But you can tell. Well, you can tell who was of age and who wasn't, because the girls that weren't of age. They wore like cut off shorts and they wore like midriff shirts. The older girls all wore the, the tit revealing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The like so, 18 year olds. Right. And you could tell stuff. that. And, Barely. And they they might have been 18 for a day and they're like, okay, let's sign you up. <laughs> and then we're, we'll we were introduced at that point to the rest of our, to the rest of our cast, which by the way was. Pretty like like we said before, this was a star-studded cast. It's a pretty stacked yeah. cast of people, most it of whom got so their. Now, this is their first movie. Yeah, well, then, and that's what I wanted to. Uh, that's what I wanted to touch on. So we had. <clears throat> now I'm going to say some names, okay? Brian Matthews as Todd. Nobody cares. <laughs> Leah Ayers as Michelle. <laughs> Brian Backer as Alfred. Right now, I've said these names, and you're going. I don't know who these fucking people are. But your brain. But I does. promise. I promise you do. You know exactly who these people are. Uh, Brian Backer, who is like the little nerdy fucking creepy guy. He's from. Yes. Uh, he was Rat Ratner in the Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, he was in Police Academy Four. <laughs> that's where I Patrol. recognized him. I'm like, I'm like, right. oh, that's he the, was Arnie, Citizens on Patrol Arnie. guy. I'm like, holy shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. God, he was in there. Right, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like Leah Ayers. Now, Leah Ayers, you're like, who? Okay, she was from Bloodsport. I, that's that's what I know her from. Um, uh, and let's see. Uh, Eddie. <laughs> so Bloodsport, number one, and then The Burning. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and then we are treated to the other names that you may or may not remember. Like Jason Alexander as Dave... Anybody know? Anybody know George Costanza? I think we all do. Um, nice full head of hair had, on him in this movie too. Oh, full like he was young as fuck. He still looked um, old though. Yeah, he still looked like he could have been somebody's <laughs> dad. He was probably about um, like eighteen to twenty at this point, but he still looked like 
40s. like he was going to lose his hair any minute. <laughs> like the next the next week, his hair was just fall, falling out. <laughs> um, so then we had Fisher Stevens as, as a young Woodstock. Yep, his now, first film. You're going Fisher Stevens? I don't know who Fisher Stevens is. He was Vince in my science project. He was Benjamin in Short Circuit. Oh, Johnny Five, you must be alive. <laughs> Newton right. Crosby must make instantaneous appearance. That was such a good movie. Right, and he was in he was Iggy in Super Mario Brothers. Also, in my one of my favorite movies, Hackers. As Hackers, yeah, yep, dude, I'm telling you. So this movie, and also I don't want to not to shit on Fisher Stevens because he has like <laughs> sixty five thousand other movies, but those are the movies that basically anybody who listens to this show is going to know. Yeah, let's be fair. Um, and then somebody be like, "Oh, what about the Grand Budapest Motel?" Shut up, nobody cares. <laughs> Slow down. Yeah, relax, guys. Pump, pump the brakes um, a little bit. So we – and then um, – now, believe it or not, Holly Hunter. Yes. Forgot about right? that. Academy Award winning from the piano. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys all watch that, right? <laughs> right. So anyway, this, this movie had a lot of people <laughs> in the beginning. And uh, – <laughs> Guest appearance so by now, Holly Hunter. Back when movies had like guest stars for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Every once so in a while, you catch thing. it. So now we, we've started, we've introduced our boys and girls of Camp Stonewater, a.k.a. Camp Blackfoot, where Cropsey was burned. So, and again, there is nothing new. Nothing has been reinvented because this was the first time this shit was getting done. So this was the invention of this. This was the f- the start of these formulas. Yeah. Of we got some sexy, sexed up, horned up boys chasing these sexy, sexed up, horned up girls, and they're gonna dro- drink and smoke, and they're gonna fuck around, and they're gonna get murdered at a camp. But not they're a camp. But not right. that extreme though. This is actually pretty. This is actually a pretty reserved movie. For well, that kind of stuff, but I mean, it was it was one of the beginning one, like the earlier right. ones. So like right. they. They haven't fallen into that kind of like tropey formula for them yet. So, um, also, a uh, Rick Wakeman of Yes, he did the score. Oh, nice! Right? Yeah. Come on, this. So right now, this movie is setting all kinds of fucking standards. And also, special effects by Tom Savini. Tom Savini. This was one of his first jumps in, yeah. and honestly, he fucking killed it. And that's he, literally yeah. no pun intended. I think in like um, a one-year period, he had a pretty good trifecta. He had this movie, he had Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. and he had Maniac. Yep, which all three, amazing, knocked out of the park. <laughs> so like, that's a good first year. And yeah. he act, He was he was the stuntman actor in, in the movies that he did, too. So um, I'm a little distracted. I'm sorry. I'm watching the shower scene. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> That girl. This is, the movie's just stuck just on the sour, sour scene. For some she had literally just turned. That girl had just turned 18. I'm telling you. No, 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 no. Not yes. just. Uh, absolutely not. I'm going to say yes. definitely not. Nope. Yep. She is. I'm going to. I'm going to put her because actually she does look out of all of them. She, her, and Leah My, uh, Ayers look the oldest in this. Yeah. So, but and again, you can tell who's the oldest because they're the ones doing the full on frontal nudity. Yeah. They're the ones that they have the most lines and they have the most. Nudity. Right. Yep. And that's you could tell that's again, that's the formula. Hey, look, we're going to we're going to put you in this movie. We'll make you a star. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then that's oh, I got the most lines because then you got honestly, you do have some like who they look 15, 16 years old. Tiger, yeah. 
Yep. The rest of them is Tiger. <laughs> like, come on, like, Tiger. Really? <laughs> and she doesn't wear. And and what is she wearing? The one chick's wearing nothing but jeans. The other yeah. the other girl's wearing like regular shorts they got some, and a baseball they got some bigger top. Girls in there. Oh yeah, yeah. So we start filling in. You know, we start doing the the creepy music and the I'm creeping towards the shower. And there's somebody looking. Oh my goodness! And it turns out to be Arnie. Who I'm just going to call him Arnie for the rest of the movie. Uh, <laughs> Arnie. He's again. He's uh, he's a creeper. Yeah. So he's like the little dorky guy that right. Like he's harmless. To. Yeah. But she's this girl that and who turns out to kind of be the slutty girl. She's in tears because he's stared at her. How dare you? Yeah. And then uh, fucking Johnny Long Torso with his shirt open comes running oh, down the, the thing to save her. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> We're, we set up basically we're establishing all the counselors and everybody has their everybody has their their niche that they fill. We yeah, have the slut, right? Yeah. We have the slut. We have the the horned up guy. We have the 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 jock. Nerdy we guy. have the nerd. Yeah. We have the the rugged leader of the group who's probably in his late twenties. Yeah, and, all and he's like the head counselor. Like, Too old yeah, for even a counselor. In love with. So, right, and then you have uh, you have the guy from New York, Eddie. Fast Eddie, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they literally just fill into every stereotype because this they again, do. and I don't want to. This is what started it. This is what made those tropes those tropes. It gets away um, with it because it was one of the first ones that came out. Yeah, right, right. There was there was no there was no crazy. There was no like, standard. Oh, so lame, right? Yeah, you have to have these right. characters in it. You have to have this certain person in it. No, not back then. Like they were just figuring all that shit out by themselves. Yep. So and they again, did a great job, by the way. Uh, yeah, again, uh, like I said, there's not a lot to rag on for the movie except no. for the fact that of of what it was. You know, we can you watch it and you see all the like the dated material yeah. of like how now I don't know. I, again, we talked about you guys ever went to camp, um, and yep. I know Cat went to like 4-H fucking <laughs> utter FFA touch camp. camp and FFA camp, not 4-H. Yeah. <laughs> FML Huge camp. Huge difference. <laughs> she went to FML camp. She went to Crafty camp. And, and Chuck went to Christian Bible school and was was booted out. Booted out. Kicked out. Kicked out so, of Christian Bible school. So I did when I did go to camp, it was so far not this stuff. Um the camp I went to, the girls didn't go for another two weeks until after we the boys left. They are they so kept, co-ed. No, they kept that shit separated. Oh yeah, like was it like a camp or something? No, no, I dude, I went to a really? camp for fucking. Listen, I went to a camp for like electricians' kids and plumbers' kids. <laughs> I was gonna say preteen offenders. Yeah, <laughs> like this was this was for union guys. Guys in the union, they their kids got to go to camp <laughs> in this in this nice place for two weeks, and there were no girls on premises except for the a the lifeguard and b. The guy who owned the camp, Mr. Wilcox, his wife, who was 180. So there were yeah, two there women was... on that camp. And yeah. <laughs> do, so, you, yeah do you look back on this, on these in. movies and like, you're like, oh, this fucking camp, man. I wish. Yeah. This, this, this is not never true happened. to life at all. Yeah. There was some, there was some shady shit that went on at our camp. Like people would sneak out and like they had the guys kind of on like one side of the camp and the girls on the other side of the camp. We had cabins. Right, like and then you'd sneak out. And and, and you'd sneak out and go hang out at like the the lake with the boys at night and blah blah blah. But 
Right, and then it would be like, well, I can't cheat on my daddy, so. No. I got this not. promise ring. I can't. I, I got can't. a promise ring from my uncle and my daddy, so I don't want to. Lie. I don't want to let him down. Why do you have three promise rings? It's so weird. It's so weird. You're, what are the ones on your toes? That's not important. We don't oh talk God. about that. Um, then uh, we're introduced to Glazer. Now Glazer is the tough guy. Glazer yeah. is the badass. He's the street tough. Who, uh, this camp. He's the street tough, but like. You'd figure he wouldn't go to camp. Yeah, right? Like, how'd they get he him to go? the guy to be like, fuck you at your camp. But yeah, why was he at camp? To terrorize the geeks, apparently. <laughs> hey, my dude, I don't have to go to camp, bro. Yeah, to terrorize the nerds and apparently bang, bang the, the little slutty chick. Oh, he had, it, he had it in for fucking Brian Backer in this film. Well, now, see, that's the thing. And they turned around and they turned... They turned the fact that he was creeping on a girl in the shower. They turned that around into, "Hey, man, he's just living his life. He's just awkward." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, like, at this point, do you think? Boy. Do you think Harvey Weinstein's going? This poor son of a bitch. <laughs> this movie's about, about this movie's about him. His Harvey, journey. Harvey. He's my hero. I see him, and it's like I'm watching I, myself I out this, there. I wrote Bob. Bob, listen to me. Bob, write the screenplay. Make this kid the hero. He's just <laughs> awkward. Well, they don't. They don't understand him. Father in the shower. Yeah, uh, he's so, a person. They, he's got feelings. Like, especially in this day and age, to watch this and be like, "Oh, everybody's friends with this guy because he just looked at a girl in the shower. He's normal. Leave him alone. Look, he's just. He's just awkward. He's at that awkward age. He doesn't have any and, friends. He's okay. trying to fit in. Let him have a pass. Fine. Right and uh, okay. Also, I had some fashion. Some of the fashion things were a little odd. Um, Fisher Stevens is wearing this shirt with I, I can't. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a neck on a t-shirt. It's like a mock turtleneck t-shirt. <laughs> it's a, it's like a weird button-down hybrid. Yeah, but it's like the the the, the neck is this weird thing, and then he has a fanny pack on. Yeah. Fanny packs were the and, shit back then, though. No, but I'm, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, just what the fuck? You watch this movie, you're going, "What's going on?" <laughs> well, it was here? full of all his supplements and shit, though. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta take. His- carry, yeah, these guys carried <laughs> BB guns to camp. They yeah. had explosives. Yeah, they had all kinds of shit happening. It was an exciting camp, I have to say. Yeah, and then when when Glazer pushes in fucking little nerdy kid all even the girls even the one that he peeped on was like hey he can't swim jerk <laughs> they're all laughing and, like they at turn him. yeah they turn on him so again the pervert in this was given sympathy yeah um also george Harvey. costanza's hair you could see his hair through his wet t-shirt because he wore a t-shirt <laughs> into the lake <laughs> And you could see his furry little koala body through that fucking t-shirt. It's awful. Dude, his hair looked like looked like the fucking fake toupee he wore in Coneheads. Yeah. <laughs> it still looked – it didn't look real. Like he, he had to be losing his hair back then already. Oh, it was brutal. And, and the hair on his back and legs is just all over the place. He looks like a Greek chick. It's ridiculous. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people diving into the water with their shirts on. I'm like, yep. All right, yeah, I got it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Fish, Fisher Stevens too skinny. George Costanza too hairy. <laughs> they're, not gonna, they're not going to. They're not going to believe you're an 18 year old at camp when you're. I would rather see you... like 
chest hair as opposed oh, no, to no, no, no. Well, well, he had it. He had chest hair, back hair, ass yeah, hair. He looked like a fucking Russian under, like, foundry worker. But hair under a shirt is worse. He, he had hobbit hair on his feet. He didn't even yeah, need to wear a shirt. Hair. It would just look like he was wearing a shirt <laughs> anyway. <get> a sweater. <laughs> Why are you wearing? Yeah. Why are you wearing a Christmas sweater during a fucking summer? <laughs> and crazy. then you they had, had, you had the fourth guy. Back then too, so. You had the fourth guy who was just kind of there. Yeah. He was sort of like the guy next door, but he just really didn't add anything to the show. It's like your He just was fodder. hanging out. Yeah, he was just he was fodder. <laughs> So basically what we have, we have some fun-loving teens having some fun, um, and they, they, they all show up for camp, and you, you don't know how long they're there for, but they seem like they serve like a tour in Nam. <laughs> so, and, that's a long prison sentence for this camp. Yeah, and then they, then they decide, and this was the other thing we never did, we didn't go on extra hikes, we were already in the fucking woods. Yeah. We so never you took went a bunch of hikes at all. No, you took a bunch of idiot city kids and you put them in in lean to tents. That's rough. That's roughing it. Nobody. Then they were on on top of that. They were like, "Come on, we're going to go hike up into the woods and camp out there for our for I don't even know what the fuck for." Where they for all fun. got drunk. Yeah. Well, they got. Yeah. Dr- that's the thing. Would you no ever? Would you ever think that they would? Whatsoever. I'm sorry. Like, would you ever think they would put you in a canoe and just say, "No, you're good on your own. Just go out there and just be careful." Yeah. Wait, they, they, were, they just, did that with us. Though. Like, they were that they trusting that of us. you. Yeah. I mean, no. They were just, yeah, they were with us. They were just like, like if you wanted a canoe, they were like down by the lake, and you could just go get one. And, just don't die. Oh, no. Just don't drown, yeah. please. That's all. Just we don't, don't need die. Lawsuit. And like, there was this really. I have to tell this. There was this really heavy set kid. He was real nice. Oh. But like, he got in the canoe by himself. <laughs> And he displaced all you the water in the lake. <laughs> and the front of the canoe was out of the water. <laughs> Aww. Aww. And that kid, Jason Alexander. His name, say, his name is Jason Alexander. And then anyway. 24 years no, later, not, Kelly Applebee's. <laughs> looked like he was wearing a bear suit. I'm not fat shaming at all. It's just like one of those memories that you like never forget. You well, how I mean? well how hard did you laugh though? Look at him! Look at him out there! <laughs> did you? So did you guys wind up dating during that summer? You guys <laughs> no, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Oh wow, it's fucked up. Yeah, sorry. Don't get hot about it. It's like, all right, sorry, fatty. And if you're if you're listening, if you're in that canoe, I apologize. I'm half a cat. Yeah, sorry. Hey, fat kid on the canoe. Up. Sorry, douche. How many fucking Man, Twinkies? Tub, and, tub, tub, tub toys. Yeah. Fuck. How many ho hos did you throw at him when he was out in the lake? Jesus. As you all pointed at us, he just dove into the water and floated. Couldn't even drown himself pro- proper. <laughs> hey, never gonna be fucked. How's the water out there? No. <laughs> so, Enjoy your canoe, fatty. Yeah, there you go, fatty. <laughs> you want me to get you a fucking like barge, <laughs> some sort of riverboat? Maybe we, we put can in? strap two canoes together for you, loaf. <laughs> Did you guys call them donkey lips the rest of the summer? <laughs> still see it because you guys are still talking how did you about survive because it. it would seem like he'd be the fat kid to go nuts after you guys humiliated yeah, and right? kill everybody in camp five years later <laughs> he's still fat yeah he's coming for revenge Listen, fatty 
Don't be mad. It's just an accident. You capsized the canoe, fatty. Look, there's don't nothing we can do. Don't blame nobody. It's just a glandular problem. We can't help you. It's just a glandular problem, fatso. <laughs> I think one year he did flip it over. Oh, of course like, he, he did. Came, he came every year. You know what I mean? And like, Because he didn't learn his lesson. I know. He's just coming back from the abuse at that point. He's a sadist. <laughs> the masochist. Every year he came back with a different plan to murder all of these kids. <laughs> it just never came and to fruition. do it. He just couldn't pull the trigger on it. No, he couldn't, he couldn't get motivated. He got gassed because he was like, uh... He couldn't get out of his fucking I, kayak. Should I murder them or should I finish my bag of Twizzlers? <laughs> I got a personal pan pizza here. I guess I can't right now. But after yeah, I finish this thing... Another day. You'll rule the day you fuck with Fatty. Yeah, there's that, always that one kid at camp, though. Oh, look, a whole pack of Apparently. bonkers. You don't think there is? Yes, there is. Well, they're not well, always. What? There are fat kid? children? Yes. Yeah, I, I, of course. I agree. There are. I watched heavyweights. There's a whole camp yeah, full of fat for people. For fuck's sakes. I was, I was there. I was one of them. I get it. Never capsized a boat, you tubby bitch. Holy but shit. You know. <laughs> what if at your electrical camp, it was cat the whole time? You're in your little kayak, it's out in the water. <laughs> See, now. I would say yes, but there's absolutely, absolutely no way that there that a that a girl would have been allowed anywhere near that camp because there was nothing but raging boy hormones running around that place. See, now that you guys made me sound like I was a mean girl or something. You are, you, you are, are a mean girl. Hell you are. Not. You may, you goofed on the fat kid yeah. who could have drowned. Well, it wasn't all he had to do was roll over on his belly, and he couldn't have rolled back over. He was like a fat turtle. And then you are on the beach, like, well, if, she, if he only wasn't fat, he would have friends right now. But yeah. and you're like, ha ha ha, it's so much fun. You should wear a life vest. Oh, don't fit your fatty. I'm a, uh, fatty I'm not the fatty one throwing four can't fit in the canoe no more. I'm not the one throwing tootsie rolls. He's out there trying to paddle his way back to the fucking shore. Yeah, the guy's trying to. Oh, come on, paddle, fatty, throwing fucking lollipops at him. You're not going to drown. You're too buoyant, fatty. Sorry, fatty. So, oh, anyway, there are, there are a couple fatties in the burning, but they don't ever talk to them because Weinstein's like, oh, you're, you're killing no, my heart. You're on. too big. We don't want to see you. Put you in the background. Yeah. So, yeah, there are, uh, there are a few. I don't think any of them have any lines. No, I'm thinking about it. Um, just there. But they they do they do a thing, you know, they do the uh the setup a few times in the movie where uh you see Cropsy's face through the window and you're not really sure what you saw. Yeah. And then Very people are like, Oh, maybe somebody was joking around or oh, it was probably Glazer being a dick. I love that that that's how odd that's everything gets attributed. <laughs> Glazer's being a dick. What a douche. <laughs> like, all right, I guess. He gets blamed for everything. Even the head counselor is like, yeah. if you fuck up again, I'm throwing you out. He's like, what? Yeah. Yes. What do you do? You'll be on your way home. Leave that kid alone. Look at him. He's a fucking creep. Yeah, he's a creep who's staring at the girl I'm banging. That's weird, dude. Nope. He's just a sad kid with sympathy. So they they, you know, they made you feel bad. So now they, they do a setup with, uh, with Woodstock when he goes to the cabin and you're like, oh, he's going to die. Yeah. And he doesn't. So they tease it a few times in the movie. There are a lot of they false with stars the, with this film. Yo, yes, and they keep showing that blurry vision, like it's that's how Cropsy sees now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess he got burned, so his vision put like cheesecloth right. over so his you, fucking eyes. Right. So you got to look through. Yeah, you got to look that hazy filter. Um, 
So again, they set it up a few times and we don't, you know, we get no payoff and we're just like, all right, all right, all right. And then we get to, they all decide they're going to go on that camping trip. Um, and there's a, a problem between Eddie and Tina. I, I can't remember her name, but again, she's the girl who wants to be respected, but I'll still bang you fast, Eddie. Okay, cool. Great. So that makes sense. Um, but and she disappears along with all of the, all of the, the rat, the, all the canoes. And they're like, well, why would she take them? And then and they start blaming Eddie. Cause now they think Eddie did, they turn on this guy who is beloved through the whole movie. <laughs> well, they they're actually, friends with this guy. they actually set it up that like, okay, if anything bad happens with Eddie, just take one of the kayaks or whatever and come back. Right. <laughs> like, but now, all the all the canoes disappear, and they 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 really start looking at Eddie like, "What did you do to her?" Would you say like, what? He's like, "Look," and then it's like, "No, I just we were just making out, and you know, we were fucking around." <laughs> it didn't work out. She fucking <laughs> left. I thought she out. came back. And then the, the one guy actually asked me, "He's like, what did you do to her?" And you're like, "Wait, what? <laughs> did you really just turn this into something really dark, scary?" Because now, but then, but then Creaky came <clears throat> looking in the showers. He's just misunderstood, right? But Fast Eddie's this piece of shit who obviously right. needs to. Well, the so, only yeah. one that so called now... out uh, that dude was Glazer, right? And everybody hates Glazer for it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know who stole the canoes? That fucking guy. Look at him. Yeah, <laughs> everybody hates Glazer. And uh, so, again, we've we've set this up where now they're out in the woods. Alone. They're stranded now. So they, they decide they can't hike back because they took the canoes up there. So what they're going to do is build rafts. <laughs> and and they lash together rafts. These guys are scouts. <laughs> they do it. They lash together fucking rafts. They and they sure start do. This, yeah, they start this riverboat chain where they're going to go down the they're going to go down the, the river and go get help and get the canoes and come back and everybody will be fine. <laughs> And this is where Savini fucking shines. This is this is where we see his fucking work. Now we get the payoff. We get this is the big payoff because we're now, we're halfway through the movie at this point, and they haven't killed anybody yet. And here's the, and I, again, this is going to do it for you. If you like slasher movies, if they, if you were into the '80s shit, this is it right here, man. This is you know aside from this hooker getting fucking belly gutted. This is the shit because people get dismembered. People get fingers cut off. Looks great. People get their fucking brain opened up. Yeah. Like he fucking hedge clipped the check right across the forehead. Sharp uh, ass fucking hedge clip. Oh, that. man. It was great. So here's the story. And this is Savini's told the story, too. There's the scene and Fast Eddie, who is the recipient of the fucking shears into the clavicle or what's a little what's it uh what's that notch like right above your chest where you're like your neck meets your chest yeah it's i was like gonna say it's like your where your collar substernal start. yeah substernal yeah. notch or something super sternal anyway oh there's fatty in the front of the canoe look at her wow <laughs> <laughs> wow and there's like six other people oh wait no yeah she has to everybody sit in else front. has three yeah she's sitting way up front that's so weird she has to balance um, out the canoe actually she's not too she's not fatty she's got giant fatty tits though she's fat for 80s yes oh yes yeah yeah 
Fuck yeah. She got yeah, no She's like morbidly no obese for 80s. Like, they're all like. Yeah, she got no play in the 80s, I promise. <laughs> no. Any, any, um, any just like full figured woman would be just like morbidly obese today. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, you're fat. Oh, you're unfortunate. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> just sit in the front so, row in the back here so we don't displace so her. Again, just so everybody understands. Uh, while we're talking, I have the movie playing again in the background. Just so yeah. let's just keep, and that's why I get distracted because I'm just like, "What? What's happening?" Um, but yeah, so now in on this raft, everybody gets gagged up. Oh man, it's fucking amazing! It's great. So Savini told the story. So Eddie takes the hedge clippers in his like upper chest. So in order to do the gag, Savini put my man's head through a board. Put another board on top of his body and then put the uh, the dummy body full of guts on top of that board. And Savini came down with full force with shoot hedge clippers. Yeah, they're all real. That was that was live. That was live and 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 real hedge clip. There was no fucking breakaway hedge clippers or anything like that. So when he came down, he was jamming it in and had to drive it into the body which had the blood bags in it so and my dude's head was like right there (laughs) his arms are pinned under the board the only thing through the board is his head yeah he has no defense right and the front of his neck so savini jumps on as cropsy and drives this shit in and dude said he felt the thump in his chest <laughs> where Savini drove wow. the, the hedge clippers because it actually broke the board. So he was real and serious. He was he was yeah. dead serious, man. And uh, but it looks again, it looks amazing. But when you watch his face in the movie, <laughs> that is super real terror. <laughs> Shock and <laughs> horror. Gr- yes. At these fucking oh, shears so coming good. down on his face. And just hoping that this whoever this guy is. Now you got to figure out. Savini showed up on set and is a fucking maniac. So you know, like they, as they were getting shit ready, you know, Savini was being nuts the whole time, and this guy had to trust him to jump on and drive <laughs> giant edge clippers into him into a dummy's body right above what? his face. Because Savini was what in Vietnam or something like that. Oh, he he was a, a combat. He's a combat yeah. vet, so he's that like the whole yep. time like. All right, is PT- PTSD kicking in? He's gonna. Yeah, he was. He, if he, anybody was gonna do it, it would be this guy. Is he bringing himself back to that moment? Yeah. So stabbing a bayonet into somebody. <laughs> so well, actually, in, uh, Prowler. There's a movie called The Prowler, which is is actually that he jams his bayonet right into this broad, and they do a they do the gag. It's actually from Maniac when he has Spinelli kill that chick yeah. um, in the bathroom. So, yeah, so this is all this shit was going on. And um, this was one of those. This was the big payoff. And I, honestly, this I, I feel like this makes the movie right there. That scene, because nothing's um, happened up until this point. As far as like, now, there's been no kills like it, that prostitute gets killed in like the first like what, like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Right. And then and then the rest is going to be his character build. So we actually give a fuck about people, sort of. Yeah. And we're like, we're at like the halfway yeah. point. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So um, and then we go through and this is where it got a little weird for me. Um, so now Cropsy is now it's outed. There's a killer. There's somebody killing people. 
because the boat floats up and they're like, oh, come on, jerk offs. <laughs> and they pull the boat and they realize everybody's fucking dead. Cause the Severed boat arms in the there. All that shit. Yeah. All, everything. All fucking Woodstock flips over. He's gutted. Um, so all the shit goes down and now they're on the run from Cropsey. And at one point Al, uh, creepy kid, he gets kidnapped. Like Cropsey takes him hostage. Yeah. For some reason. And first, yeah, yeah. for some reason, yeah, he just he he gets this kid and he's gonna like burn him. You know, like he sets that up. <laughs> he sets this all up where he's got this giant supervillain plan to, you know, kidnap this guy, torture him and burn him. He's gonna kill the fuck make out him of this like kid. yeah, make him like Cropsey Jr. or something. Um, <laughs> Son of Cropsey. Yes, but now again, no spoiler alert here. The heroes win. Honestly, the, honest, there is nothing, there is nothing extraordinary about the rest of the movie. I'm going to no. be fair. No, but it's 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 one of my favorites. It's good. It's a good movie. Like I said, it's, um, it's very tame for this genre, but like it's one of the earliest right. films in it. Yeah, if you it was this, a very is, good movie. So it gets some this leeway. It's still a good movie, movie but it gets some leeway as far as like the normal. It gets things a lot you, of leeway. You expect to see these kind of things. Know your history, man. Yeah. If this is this, if this is the shit you're into, if you're into this genre, I am. I, you know, I've I've always been into this, and I've 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 loved this shit from. I remember back in Fango reading all this, and, and this, you know, the history, know where you come from, and that's what one of the big things that I really loved about this movie. So, and like I said, there's no twists and turns. There's no fucking M Night Shyamalan. Uh, big what a twist in the end because there it is none. This guy comes no. back for revenge and he's just, just <laughs> horribly disfigured and he's nuts. Then they and run into him, destroy and he kills a few people and then they kill his ass at the end. And that's it. Yeah, right. then you're done. So now the thing and is, of course, creepy, creepy paper guy. Yeah, well, today. right. So he has to redeem himself. So now again, Weinstein's like, make this kid the hero. <laughs> All's forgiven. Yeah. So, uh, so now here, here's and here's here's where it goes into some like cross cross genre stuff. So anybody who grew up in New York, um, everybody knew about Cropsey. Cropsey was one of those, and honestly, it might have came from this movie. But again, people say no, people say yes, and I've watched I've watched the urban legend stuff. Um, Cropsey was a guy in Staten Island who they suspected of killing kids, kidnapping and killing kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he was in, he was in the, the mental asylum uh, that they let go. And then when they closed the mental asylum, they just let him out. Cause that, that's true. They did just let people yeah. onto the street. Others, they said lived in the woods cause they just would go back to the asylum because they didn't know anywhere else. Yeah. They didn't know where else to go. So you, you just had crazy people running around on Staten Island in the woods in this mental asylum. So, Cropsey was always a story that everybody always heard, especially at camp. I, I know when at, at Camp Integrity in Long Island, we heard about Cropsey. Cropsey <laughs> what they what a name. about Cropsey all the time. Oh, yeah. Camp Integrity? <laughs> Sal went to Camp Integrity. Let that yeah. sink in for a moment. Look it, look it up. It's a real fucking place. And it was, it was nice. So, but that was the thing, man. You heard about Cropsey. Like, they that that was a real thing. So the fact that the, the caretaker was named Cropsey was totally like wow. 
So you again? Do you think you that's this, where they got it from? It had like there has to be a connection because yeah. also the production company and this this makes this is kind of funny. The production company not only is it Miramax, but it's called Cropsy Venture. Yes. Mm. Right. So they knew they they LLC this basically. If this if this tanks. We're not going to get fucked. We can we can always file yeah. bankruptcy. Cropsy venture, we can just destroy it if we have to. And that's well, that's that's a common practice. We just Cropsy and venture he, came together for one Cropsy movie, and then we're gone. We're just right. Well, like here's the thing: if you see movies now, like okay, uh, there's a movie called fucking Clown Fuckers from Planet X, and then if you have you know you see the end of the movie, it's like uh, Clown Fucking Ventures LLC. <laughs> It's very kind of it. like it's like the old yeah. like if you watch old Japanese movies like the kaiju movies, they're all like committee movies. So it's like oh Godzilla committee presents. So like oh okay, so you're just one and done with this in case right in case this all goes south or in case somebody decides to sue. Yeah, they can they could have turned around and went well Harvey Weinstein touched my boobs. <laughs> yeah, no, that was Cropsy like, Productions. Well, no, nope, Cropsy Ventures bankrupt. Fuck them. <laughs> Matongo LLC is not part of anything. <laughs> so, so now here you go. Ready? Budget for the movie one point five million. In the box office in the United States and Canada, it only made seven hundred and seven thousand yeah. dollars. Mm-hmm. So now, again, like I said, came out so at an awkward base- time too, though. To be fair. Because this was made, this was written before Friday the Thirteenth, but not. It didn't come out until after. After, yeah, right. Um, but they thought they had it. They thought they had this, you know, made in the shade. Because again, they they did base it on the New York Cropsy story. Yeah. So they thought it'd be cool, and you know, they were based kind on of, true uh, events. Whatever. That right. Was. Well, they'd also done uh, the town that dreaded sundown mm-hmm. and last house on the left. So. You know, that was uh, Filmways, the guys who sent this out. They were the ones who did this, who distributed the movie. So they had already had these rough horror movies in their yeah. lineup. Well, that was the beginning. Like when they were starting up their production company, they were looking at horror movies. Yeah. Like these are the and big that, things out right now. Let, let's jump in there as our first film to come out with a horror movie just to kind of, you know, keep the trend going. So. Now, speaking of which, it debuted at number 23 behind <laughs> Happy Birthday to Me and Friday the 13th Part 2. Yeah. Which Savini turned so, down, actually. Right. He wasn't going to do it. He did this instead. This is a great movie, though. It's funny in hindsight because yeah. he said that like he couldn't understand why Jason would be an adult and murder people. Right. It's like, oh, if you only knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, um, so let's see. I was reading something else. I wanted to find out. I want to, I, and this is, I didn't, I wish I would have got to look at the time. Cause I don't know personally. Look, I don't know when John Lennon was assassinated, but I know this movie got a lot of shit, um, due to the violence because people were kind of in that frame of, Oh, there's too much violence in the world. People are really? crazy. It's where they were really starting know. to pay attention to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think, and I, I want to say that it was around when uh, Lennon got assassinated. Somebody watched The Burning. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what did it. That's what Chapman did it. He read Catcher in the Rye and then watched the burning. He was like, fuck Lennon. Dude, Cropsy, yeah, I get it. I get it now. Well, now, that's the thing. Like, when they uh, when they started putting it out. It was killed in 1980, December 8th. I just had to look it up just for curiosity. Okay. Yeah. So now, yeah, and then this was. So yeah, wait, that this, was. This was released. In 81. Yeah, but they were, they, they had a screenplay written before that. Like, they didn't start making it until... Well, but people were still... Crybabies about it. In that... You <laughs> make one prophecy movie. Still whining about the hippie getting fucking ventilated. Because if it was released in May of 81, like, he had only been dead, like, six months or something. Crossy he died Ryan. December of 80. So, like, right before 81. And what I would love to get... Um, I would love to get the artwork... The press artwork that had it labeled as Cropsy. Yeah. And, and I don't know. And then they wound up changing it. And they also named it Campfire Tales, which awful name for this movie. Which I, I think they came out with like two other movies called Campfire Tales, too. They were horror right, movies. Right, like They're right. anthology movies. Um, so, yeah, the. Uh, the burning, I, I can't, I can't not recommend. I, I, if if you're a fan of the genre, you need to watch it. But just yeah. same reason you got to watch. You know, if you're into sci-fi, you watch Metropolis, the old yeah. silent film, because it's fucking. You know, it's it's where it's some of the shit started. This is one of the, it's one of the progenitor of movies for slasher films. And yeah. I mean, I mean, I know we usually talk about like bad movies, but every once in a while we talk about a good movie, and this is actually a good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's very good, maybe. And like I know, it came out to a lot. A lot of people gave it shit because it was the ripoff. They called it the Friday Thirteenth ripoff, and yeah. you know, blah blah blah. Um. So now, just just to go back, I wanted to touch on this. We're gonna laugh. So on October fifteenth, twenty seventeen, former production assistant Paula Wachowiak, Wachowiak, I can't even remember, uh, legend <laughs> that Harvey Weinstein predatory behavior went back to the filming The Burning in June of 1980. Oh, oh I can't. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> a then 24-year-old university at Buffalo graduate and divorced mother at 24, she's a divorced mother. Wachowiak was tasked with getting Weinstein to sign checks for an auditor when Wachowiak arrived at, at Weinstein's hotel room to have him sign checks. He answered the door wearing only a towel that he dropped and asked for a massage. When Wachowiak refuses... She alleges that Weinstein harassed her about the incident for the rest of the film's production up until May's film's 81 premiere. So, now again, is anybody I would, I would like to. No, and no. this is the thing. I would like to point out that at no point has he raped anyone. Because, again, back, in, back when all this was going on in the 80s and like somebody who was working for him. No rape, just being a piece of shit pig yeah. is not the same thing as, I, you know, he forced himself on me. He's basically the creepy guy in this movie. Yeah. Look, if you look look at his, and again, I don't want to get into a, a political discussion here, but look at his series of behavior, his track record. He acts like a dick. If chicks say no, they leave and they're like, he harassed me, almost raped me. No, he did not. He, he did some stupid shit and he was fucking piss poor at it. He's got no game. But he did nothing, you know, like as far as physically abusive to you. So for people to be like, oh, I'm afraid of him. I'm afraid of Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Shut up. There's no reason to be afraid of him. He's, he's just a pig. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, if, uh, if, if, if Marsha, watch how I yak, 
the divorced, the 24 year old divorced mother of two, whatever the fuck it is. She was like, no, you piece of shit. <laughs> and only did he busted her balls. <laughs> like that's what he did. He busted her chops the whole production until they, until the premiere. And then he was like, all right, I'll move on. <laughs> now we're good. I, yeah. At no point did was, did, I don't know. I, I, I find it, I find it more telling for now, like things that he's done now. Yeah. And it makes me less likely to believe in rape stories because he doesn't have a track record of rape. Just being an awkward fucking pig. He was basically the Alfred character from this movie. Looking at the shower. Yeah, exactly. He is our Artie here. He's like, (laughs) oh, I'm just sympathetic and pathetic and I need need to see titties. I got no friends. I'm just lonely. I'm just lonely. So massage me, would you? (laughs) <laughs> like, like, would you ask some random stranger to do that, though? But she's not a stranger. She sees him every day, and they saw each other. Okay, but so, would you ask? Like, would you do that? Like, oh no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm he's saying. A fucking like, awkward pig. It's a piece yeah. of shit move, and it's not cool at all. But it's not like, rapey. I mean, would you? No, I agree. That's not rapey. But like, if some. But I guess I'm a different personality. Like, if I went to have some dude sign something, and he was like, give me a massage, I'd be like, no, I don't know. Do you want the part in the burning or not? (laughs) Yeah. Do you want want to be the executive producer's check signer on the burning or no? But see, like, why would you even put a woman in that situation, though? Like, but okay, again, let's let's go back to this. There was no, there was no, this wasn't going on it beforehand. This is brand new. This is, this was the eighties. This is the beginning. This was that was borderline flirting. This is the start <laughs> really of the franchise. Really yeah, was. like think about this. In the eighties, that could have been that would have been okay. Now, now I just want to point this out. Let me let me let's ready. Okay, let's everybody. I mean, take it, a second. It, it, no, 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 no. Hang on. Join me, everybody. Close your eyes. Everybody, close your eyes, and think with me. Let's go travel back to the eighties. Okay, now <laughs> let's put a. Let's put a quirky little 80s soundtrack on this. <laughs> well, well, Jason Alexander's now, in it. Just put the Seinfeld music. But now, now that's 90s. No one wants to think about that. Chuck. Stay in the 80s. I'm sorry. So Gotta focus. You're in this movie, and we're having our fun little 80s time. And our hero, Adrian's Med, just... Pulled the funniest prank where he stole the bras right off the girls as he roller skated by them and yanked their bikini tops off and left them topless on Venice Beach. Now, our executive producer for a low-budget film company, Adrian's Med, in this funny, funny movie, now he is in his hotel room where the divorced mother of three, Miss... Hadi Wachowiec shows up and is like, hey, can you sign these? And he shows up in a towel and a headband, nothing else, and is like, hey, maybe you can, whoops, drop my towel. How what about happened? a massage? And everybody goes, wah, wah, how funny. Oh, Adrian's med, you hottie. You're oh, hysterical. What a card. What a card. What a cut up. This movie is great. I love this movie called Bonkers, My Nuts Need Massaging. This is hysterical. <laughs> this is one of the funniest college romp movies in the 80s. Bonkers, My Nuts Need Massaging so 3? Doesn't it sound funny now? But you do it to Harvey Weinstein, and now he's the devil. I, no, I totally get what you're saying. Like, things were <laughs> right. totally different back then. And, like, 
if anything, I think that situation was like completely <laughs> fucking unprofessional. You know what I mean? And the, oh, like, completely unprofessional. Like, but also, I let's, mean, let's put it this way. There was no, oh, how could they put that woman in danger? They would have sent that chick to a crack den to get a, a fucking check signed for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Let's Any means necessary. Out. Get it done. Yeah. I don't care what you do. Check signed because we need a budget. Uh, well, I think Harvey is, is staying in the ghetto at this really bad place. Hey, Linda, why don't you go by myself? Yeah, you're, it's okay. You're divorced. Go ahead. You're fine. Yeah. You're mute. You're fine. Your kids, your kids are being watched. Because back then, tainted women no. were like, or divorced women were like tainted. It, they were, it just yeah. didn't matter. Like, yeah. it didn't matter who she was. This was her job. That's what was going to happen. And this dummy was a fucking slob about it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving him the go ahead because it's garbage, but still, yeah, it's not, it's not rape. And that's all I'm like, uh, okay, let's move off. Of right. So here's the other part that I look at, you know, this is one of those things that for this movie that I don't know how people let this slide. The girl after, uh, after Glazer fucks her, he goes off and she gets killed. They don't show her getting killed. They show her struggling with yeah. Popsy. And never it never with pays the, off. The shears and they never show her getting fucking offed. Good old five so it's laser like, takes yeah. off. It's kinda like, wow. And like you would never you would be so mad if they did that in any other movie. Yeah, it's like they stole it from you. Like that. Yeah, that I, I get yeah, but this one you're like, all right, I'll give it to him. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready to go. Yep. Three. Two. All right, so then, yeah, so now, um, actually, we got, uh, we're going to get, again, we weren't going to talk about this movie for a long time because we decided we liked it and there wasn't going to be a lot to goof on it's for too, it. It's too hard to talk um, about a movie that you like. It is. Again, we had, we've fallen into this trap again, but there's a lot to talk about because there's, this movie has a lot of history behind it, so, and obviously, we've, we've run off the rails. However, we have, <laughs> par for the course, we have some, uh, we have some discussion questions, I believe, that uh, we were going to discuss. We got between emails and talking uh, throughout the week. Um, some some interesting interesting posits came up, um, and okay. one of which actually came through on the voicemail uh, that we got, which was, I think, very good. Yeah, um, it was. Chuck, we, we had a lot of voicemails. We got some voicemail Bye. messages, so like this is a, a good start to the number being thrown out there to everybody. Right, and and. Uh, We'll have a couple, you know, we'll play a couple of the messages that we got. Um, and one of the discussions that we did want to talk about. So, and again, this can go a lot of different ways. Um, so the, the, the question we got was, uh, for, we we're talking about jerky. Um, it was that there's some guy in, was it the guy in Turkey Colorado? Jerky. No, some guy in Colorado actually found out that you know they found out that this guy some of his jerky was made of human meat. His like his like world famous jerky. Yeah, and they looked into it. And it was made of people. It was made of people. There was there was it was like human legit, meat. like a legit. Legit. Story. It was a legit news story. This guy's ears are satellite dishes. If you saw him, um, <laughs> he looks like a guy who would made he, he would make human jerky. That's for sure. Yeah, it could, he like wear the out. Description. Just, yeah, absolutely. So now and here's the thing. I, I didn't want to get into the story because the story's not the important part. Right. I was at, I was at a party and we were talking and I, I asked people. And now here's the thing. This wasn't a party where my friends are. These, these were 
normal people. These are straight. These are straights. <laughs> um, Vanilla. Yeah, and I, I said, I go, let me ask you a question. If you ate some jerky and it was good jerky and you loved the fuck out of it, it was good, like you enjoyed it, and you found out it was human jerky, would you eat it again? And these motherfuckers lied and said no. Oh. Every, a, a 90, 98% of them lied and said no. I was just, like, I was just thinking about like, I was thinking about your setup. And they were probably talking about something completely innocent. Like, hey, you know what? <laughs> they were, they were what do you guys think about, about human like jerky? Cheesecake. They were probably talking about like cheesecake and stuff. They were like, my friend made the best cheesecake the other night. No, let's be fair. So I was like, fucking... I have a question. Hey, that's no, it's a fucking thing. You know, about this. Paul was being this a jerk. Fucking... You're like, oh, that reminds me. Do you would you guys eat people if they were jerky? <laughs> let's be let's be fair. This is a straights party, so it was so how about this COVID, huh? Yeah, so that's what the fucking conversation was. So I had to wow. I had to move on with it. I had to, I had to keep going. Well you had to escalate it to the obvious point though. If civilization <laughs> well, collapsed completely. I mean just would, you know what, dude? Nobody was entertaining me there. I had to entertain myself. <laughs> Right. So you weren't even waiting for answers either. I You're just talking to yourself at that point. So you guys working from home? Yeah, this COVID thing. Yeah. How about it? Let me ask you guys a question. If yeah. exactly. Thank you, CJ. You said yes. CJ so, is like, let's amp this he's party. Like, he's up. chiming in. He would eat. He, he would eat me. He would eat me if I was yeah, you, The minute you died, he would start at your asshole and just keep going. <laughs> Um, well, so yeah, all first. these motherfuckers we, lied. If we and don't they hear from no, Chuck for not. like a week, we need to. Yeah. Well, well, CJ's going to text me when it happens. When Chuck yeah. finally kicks it, he's going to see. He's going to text me. <laughs> finally done the deed. It's over. It's done with. He's going to be like, "We're done. We're done here." Um. So yeah, they they all lied. And actually, one of the people who said they would, and I was so impressed with this, uh, was a uh, a divorced mother. Yeah. You had one. Like, you had one honest person at the party. Yeah. That's what I told she you. She turned around. She went. Fuck yeah, I would. I was like, look, good for good you. Good for her. Good for, for you for being honest. honest. That's what I said. I said I yelled it. I was like, thanks for being honest. <laughs> I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> One honest motherfucker you among suck, you. Suck my dick. And I left the party. And that was it. You dropped what, your non-existent your mic and left. And yeah, I just threw my beer at the floor. And I was like, <laughs> fuck all of you people. You're all a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Fucking jerky. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> forget it then. Just forget it. This party sucks. This party sucks anyway. You're all a bunch of fucking geeks. You're all a bunch of sheep. You won't eat people. See, see you guys next week at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very lovely rehearsal dinner, guys. <laughs> yeah, so enjoy the jerky. That's, that was our question. That was the, the thing of and then it, it, that made me think more. I started I started really thinking about this. And my thought was do people in other climates and areas, do they taste different? So, like, if I eat a Polynesian dude, would he taste like, like, pineapple and teriyaki? Would that, that would be fucking <laughs> would, awesome. would they Would they taste like their signature dishes, dishes or whatever? Yeah. Well, like, if you, you, eat, a, if you eat a Mexican guy, would he taste like beans and rice? <laughs> or, like, well, whatever they eat the it, most? Like, we're basically animals. That's what we're we are. Let's raising. be honest. We're this, yeah, we're, we're animals. So... It would be just like if you ate store-bought meat or if you ate farm-fresh meat. Like like the people who probably take care of themselves. I'm not saying muscly people because, ugh, no. But I'm saying like people who take care of themselves. 
But wouldn't the fatty boom baladies be marbled? Yeah. Wouldn't they be marbled and taste better? Like, like, yeah. Who's cage free, free range, or whatever at that point? You know, like, I don't want to eat a jogger because they're going to be all stringy and shit. Seriously. That's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't want to eat. But then again, nothing on Then I'm going to say they're jerky. So that that covers a lot. That makes that matter. Yeah. Well, that's the question. Well, because you're going to season the jerky the way that you want it and put it in. A or are you? Yeah. That's but this is my I that's would. my point. That's my point. If I'm going to smoke or dehydrate these people, <laughs> do they already have a taste to them? Is it already there? Well, is it I already mean, you could there? Just fry up a piece and try it first, and see okay. if you wanted to yeah. like spice it like deer jerky or but the Asian people taste jerky. like teriyaki. Right. That's oh, what I'm. Right. That's what I'm right? like. Would people in hotter climates taste different than people in colder climates? Uh, all of these things mattered, you know, and like would a, you know, would a, a fatter piece of meat have more flavor to it? Like, or like on a, like on a steak. Probably so because we're things, animals. But that's what I'm saying. We're like, literally an animal. So it would be just like eating any other meat. And you, there's a good chance you wouldn't, you know, the, the prion disease only comes from eating brains. I think I want to say. You only get that prion disease from brain eating. Is that, is that the uh, like when you start shaking or whatever? <laughs> well, it's well. They always say like if you start what? if you eat if you're a cannibal, you have like the shakes. Well, yeah, it's a, it's 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 a prion disease. That's what actually killed uh, one of the cannibal tribes because they were still eating people. They were still eating brains and shit, and then they were getting this disease not, from the. Did they not brain. cook the brain? No, they weren't curing it. I'm right? assuming. Yeah, they weren't doing it right, and they just. You get, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think it, definitely it's prion disease is the name of the thing, but and I don't think you can get it from the, from eating flesh, just the brain. So I figure it's just to steer clear Would you guys of that. Eat a brain? Oh, um, no, 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 not again. That's what about like, like eating like, food? Like in, but what about like in uh, Hannibal where he fried yeah, the horseshit. brain? Yeah. Would you fry uh, again, the brain there? No, I, I would uh, eat a again. brain only if I can gain the person's intelligence. Yeah, if I know, if I can get their knowledge and memories, I would. Yeah. Other than that, then I yeah. steer clear. So, and really, if you guys are listening to this, let us know. I, we want to know <laughs> out there which one of you fuckers who would and who wouldn't. You know, or are you going to try to tell us? No, I would. There's no way I would. Yeah, of course you would. I think I think you'd a bunch have of to, fucking savages anyway. I think you'd have to try it though. Because it's jerky, dude. Everybody loves jerky. But you know something like you know civilization could collapse at any moment. And it might not be like the zombie apocalypse, but it could be an apocalypse I'm waiting in general. For it. Well, I'm but like, waiting I mean, you're gonna have to start to learn to eat people eventually. Tribes used to be cannibalistic all the time until colonizers came in and ruined the whole thing. So, ruined the whole thing for everybody. Right, because like, Jesus said not to eat people. I know. There's a huge right. human so, jerky business going on back then that they just fucking squashed completely. But well, like can, cannibals I, have compared pork. As right. being the closest That's, thing to humans, they called them long. They called pigs long nosed. Long pig, long pig yeah, is what they called pig. it. Johnny Long Pig. Yeah. And that was that was the that was some of the like back in the day the cartoons they used to talk about islanders eating people. Um, and like if you guys, I don't know if you guys remember, remember Hufu? No, because back in back in the nineties, it was a website that made human tofu. And it was supposed to replicate the exact texture and flavor of human skin. I'm not even kidding. Human skin and human flesh. And the site got closed down almost like immediately, like within a month or two, 
because like people were like ordering it and then the other people were like oh it can't be real <laughs> and they never said they never said that it was real human yeah. flesh they just said it it was the exact texture and flavor and they knew this from research with cannibals did they catch a few people though like this doesn't taste anything near like human this is fucking bullshit one that would be great yeah, this is bullshit <laughs> this doesn't taste like that sir you're under arrest <laughs> One star. So, yeah, well, this even remotely like people does. Crap. I read a story about a guy that had a motorcycle crash, and I think it was his leg, like the lower part of his leg. Oh, and he him. kept it. He kept and he it, and they it. ate it. Yes, they yeah, ate he, he it. He served and it to I his friends. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, and I don't. I don't remember if it said in the article he told them it was his leg. He did. He told his oh, friends. Yes, and they all <laughs> said they had a dinner party. They had yes. a shoot dinner party, and they sat down, and they ate his calf and his yes. uh, part of his leg. And because, like, the thing was, they were talking about, like, nobody wanted to eat his foot. Like, it was a joke. Yeah. But, like, all his friends were down with it, and they were all cool with yeah, it. Yeah, all like, his friends wow, were cool that's... with it. They were like, yeah, let's let's eat your leg. Like, I need friends like that. Do you? Yeah. I mean, do, we'll, yeah. do you need friends like that? We'll, willing to eat your shit? We'll eat you when you're dead, I guess, you know. We'll, yeah. If You know what? Let, let, we're going to make that promise to you. If you accidentally die or or somebody kills you, like some fat kid in a canoe kills you, <laughs> we will eat you on the show. Is that okay? And uh, if somebody calls in, we will. they can they can win a piece. We'll send yeah. them a piece of cat jerky. Like your big toe or I something. I mean, I don't. I don't think that's going to be legal. Uh, legal schmiegel yeah. doesn't matter. We don't it's have not, to worry about that important. kind of stuff. It was your last wish. Just, we'll work it out. We'll work it out with Scotty. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> Let's just say there's no strings attached here. Yeah, that's all. We're good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we're not. And we can make some joke that. about like I'm eating the breast. I'm just saying, I need a friend who would be like, hey, I lost my leg in this motorcycle accident. Do you want to come over and have dinner? That's what I'm saying. Like, we have the main. So now, you guys do that for us. Like, if, like, okay, like, you know, Chuck's going to work from the bedroom to the kitchen because you guys are still under quarantine. But say, like, you fall down the stairs uh-huh. and you're home. So now you're going to take food out of CJ's mouth. You yeah. are fucking awful. <laughs> it's terrible. He has first dips. You are an awful person. I mean, would you guys do that though? Like, if you were in a, a wreck. Or had something amputated. Let's, would let's you put it this eat way: that body if part? I was in a wreck and I lost a body part, I would make I would make little fucking tiny little hot dogs and roll in like the little things, and I would you serve would. it to my friends. And pigs then in a blanket. I would tell them afterwards, yeah, I'll make little pigs in a blanket out of my whatever body parts missing, and then I'll be like, oh guys, come on, hang out. And I'm like, oh, remember when this arm was here? And they'll be like, yeah, I'm like now you're eating it, assholes. <laughs> See now, every time yeah. I come over and you have like cocktail weenies or. You better wonder something. what now the Chuck's fuck it is. Think about it. Chuck's gonna think. Yep. Chuck's gonna be like, "What's really in these?" I'm like, "Is he You're missing anything? Right. He's not missing a hand or anything, is he?" You better count. You better count my digits. <laughs> count when you come over next time. So <laughs> I will cut off a finger to make you eat that shit. I'll be like, <laughs> "How did it feel, oh. asshole?" Those weren't Vienna sausages. I'll fucking teach all of you people. That'll learn you. <laughs> so now, if we're gonna eat you eventually, fact, all over the planet, all over this planet. Places that were never connected, places that never met, people and cultures that have never, ever, ever met or had any sort of uh, written language to translate or send. Every culture has a word for cannibal. Yeah. Every single one. So there's that. So, again, we want to hear from you guys. 
give us a call. Let us know. Send an email. Um, let us know that. Would you try it? Um, have you tried it? If you've tried it, we definitely want to talk to you. Maybe get some recipes, swap some stuff. I, I think um, we might even bring you on the show for like fifteen minutes if you've tried. And it. just we want. I want. To, I I personally want to talk to you, whoever it is. Yeah. I do. Um, too. Can I we eat you? If you if you send a body part, we'll bring you on the show and we'll eat you live. We'll critique you. I don't know about all that. I'm just throwing it out mm. there. Just just okay. Chuck's looking for a Saturday night. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking for the really hardcore fans to chime in. He's looking. We're gonna get calls from Germany. I'd love yep. if you could eat my asshole. That'd be wonderful. But you have to make sure I, I fucking feel it. I want you stabbing me in the asshole with a knife and cut it off and tell me because those people are fucked up. There's that guy who did that. Uh, the yeah. cannibal cafe guy who was like, I want to meet up with you only if you eat me. And he fucking ate him a little bit at a time. Well, I'm not joking, dude. He did it. This is a real deal. Yes. Um, yes. He met, they met on the internet and they, they met up and this dude cut him up and, and like served him and ate him. And then eventually the guy died. <laughs> um, but it was, it was all, it was like um, assisted suicide basically. And it became a, a big legal problem. They had to figure out, you know, was it murder? Because this guy offered it. Yeah. He wanted to be eaten. He told him he could be eaten. What so, did yeah. they ever decide? Was it? I don't remember. Like, honestly, because it was really pretty gay about it. But I don't, I don't know. I was. <laughs> I, just remember, <laughs> I just remember that. Uh, the whole <laughs> situation is pretty gay. So I just kind of ignored it. Yeah, was, I was kind of like, wow, that's weird. Not I mean, something it I never was, anybody, but like. <laughs> Was that really murder? If that's like what the guy wanted. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. That's that's what that was the conundrum. Um, so yeah, like again, let us know. Blurred. Let us know if you'd eat, if you'd try human jerky, if or if you if you found out after the fact, would you eat it again? Yeah, because that yeah. was the that was the question. The question was, if you ate it and thought it was really good, would you eat it again, knowing what it was I, this time? Yeah, I absolutely would. But would you yeah. eat it? Like, what even if somebody you know? told you that it was human jerky, I think you'd still eat it though. Because I'll be fair, man. If something's good, I'm going to eat it anyway. I'd be too yeah. curious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's here. So real. You know, got to try it. And I've already eaten it and told you how good it tastes. <laughs> I'll take your recommendation. Well, Sal said right. it was good. Yeah, What's well, my friend Dave? <laughs> my friend Dave said to me, he goes, he goes, did you give it to me? I go, yes. And he goes, then, okay, fine. Fuck it. I have to. <laughs> I have to I'd have to trust you at that point. <laughs> Sal wouldn't steer me so, yeah. wrong here. So let us know. Let us know about it. Um, let us know about your – if you've had any cannibal experiences, we'd love to hear that too. <laughs> Maybe you really yeah, did have please. human jerky. I would love to know yeah. where you got it from. Yeah. Give us the – Yeah, we need we need a supply. So yeah, if you guys have – we <laughs> would buy up. human jerky from you if you got it. Like, wait, can we say that or is that illegal? I don't know. Is That's it? probably illegal. But is it illegal? You think so? But they already is got it like though. Is that like a line? Well, if well, no, no, no. If you don't, if you didn't kill them, yeah, you didn't murder know. them. But somebody gave it is to you, like, illegal, or or if you found it, I guess I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to fiddle with that. If you found it, it's like roadkill. It's like you roadkill can eat jerky. Roadkill in Tennessee. Did you know that? I know. Oh, yes, I know you can. But that's what I'm saying. Like you don't know if it's fresh. You don't know if yeah. the gut rubs. What if it's people though? It's all. Yeah. You know. The people kind of hit somebody with your car. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder Shit, if there's some I... kind of like legal line there. You blurred. have homework to do this yeah. weekend, young lady. I do. I do. Cat. I wonder if there's some like legal line. I have a really good friend who's an attorney. Yes. You I'm not going to gonna, I'm not gonna tell you what out. to do, but if you happen to hit somebody on the road, 
Yes. Turn them into and jerky. If, if you want to, yeah. And if, and if you talk to your legal counselor and get get it recorded, I'd like to hear a legal person's point of view and play. We could play it on the show. Yeah, because like okay. when we did the whole like snuff film thing, right. I actually consulted with him because he's an attorney. Yeah. And yep. He well, said snuff films aren't illegal there you because go. they don't exist. No, that's the law. Human jerky does not exist. Hence, get your it's car. Not illegal. Same rule. Maybe it's the same rule. Yeah. You got time? Go for a drive this weekend. In my jeep. Yeah, get out there. Whoops! Yeah. Didn't happen. Whoopsie. Just feign ignorance. Let's. Uh, we're gonna. We said we got a couple of emails. We're gonna move on to some emails. We got some calls. Yeah. That's what I meant, calls, yes. not emails. Oh, we did. Uh, well, I mean, I, I give people credit, though. The new Horror Junkyard phone, uh, the hotline. The hotline. The hotline. 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 People have called in. Excellent. Hotline. What do we got on the docket? Someone start calling. Shuck. All right. Well, we got our first one from uh, – see how I'm losing here. Sorry. I lost the guy's name. How professional. Sunny. That's right. It was Sunny. 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 Sunny Bunny. I don't want to sing that. Poor son. <laughs> <laughs> like a pilled up summer day, Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear Let's hear All right, it. let's hear the message. Hello, this is Sunny. Movie recommendation here. Early 90s. Animation, horror, and gratuitous breasts. How, how can you go wrong? The movie's called Evil Tunes around 1992. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. All right. Okay. okay. So, all right. So, nice. Evil Tunes. Evil Tunes. Okay. That is, uh, I want to say that is a Fred Olin Ray movie, or, you know, he was a producer, director. Um, yeah, and I okay, want to say I the check from subspecies. Yes. T U N E S or T O O N S? No, T O O N S. It's about okay, um, like tunes. evil cartoons. Um, yeah, basically they're they're killer cartoons. It's 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 a cool movie. It's, it's definitely silly. It's a definitely silly movie. Um, and a lot of boobs. He was right about the There's boobs. some scream queens. Well, there's scream queens in it. And it's, you know, evil cartoons well it's kind of funny because like i i read them i got the call and then i was looking mm-hmm. through the bin that you had given me when you were cleaning mm-hmm. out your house yep so i had that whole bin of horror movies that you had and that was actually one of the ones that was in there yep and if you look in it if i actually look in that and i want to say that little certificate you can send in like you could send it in for like an autographed picture of him and his wife um there should be a little card in the back of it in the in the DVD box. Have you guys watched it, both of you? I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that movie uh, a few years ago. Um, it's it's fun. It, I, I would I think it would be a great fit for the show. Yeah, I think we should definitely we should definitely look into it. Maybe. Uh, Can we do a cartoon month? Is there another horror like cartoon horror movie that we could do? Um, maybe. Uh, Rob Zombie's uh, what's it? Uh, 
supernatural. What the fuck is it? Uh, Sexorcisto? It's animated? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't do it. <clears throat> Super Beast. Uh, I think it's Exorcisto. God, anyway. It's really I good. I can't remember. But we'll uh, definitely – that is definitely something I think we should – we should put on the docket at some point because evil tunes is yeah it's a good that that is yeah that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> it's good good pick. definitely definitely a good one who else what other what other fuckers do we have on the uh who else called in we got one from chris oh chris oh chris. Chris. chris calling in everybody knows chris yeah everybody hates chris <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates By the end of this call, we're going to hate you. Sorry. Yeah. Here it is. Cat, Chuck, Sal, what's going on, guys? It's Chris. So I'm going to try to use the one wrinkle I have left on my brain, try this voicemail thing out. So since I'm calling three aficionados of horror movies, I'm going to pose a question to you guys. So you're writing your life as a horror movie. Now it's time for your big death scene. How do you go? What's a setup and who or what murders you? I look forward to the next episode. Keep up the good work. Take care, guys. Oh, okay. all right. That's enough. Okay, again, this is how things happen because that is a really that is a that is a great question to posit. So, I guess we'll go. Uh, how would we go if we were in a horror movie? Now, does he want to know what kind of what horror movie it is, or like? An existing horror movie, or is it just any how we think? I think how out. we think. Like, if your life was a horror movie, how would you if go your out? Life was a horror movie. How would you go out? How would you go out? By what okay. means and by who? If you have any. All right, Cat, you go ahead. Give, give us give us a start off. Why do I have to go first? Because. Um, okay, I'm going to be one thousand percent honest. I would probably either be the killer. Or make friends with the killer. I'm just going to destroy it straight out of the gate. So you, because... you're just completely not even going to play the game. So good for you. So you'd be the <laughs> twist. Go, you'd be the twist killer. Yeah, you go. Yeah, you'd be the twist killer that everybody would hate. Everybody thought you were the, the victim because they go, "Oh my god, yeah. that's so gay." <laughs> I would be the one that like you would never really suspect I was the killer, but like I probably would be. Um, you have literally just described every shit movie that I've yelled at at <laughs> yeah. the screen. What's that? Oh, what's that one where like you thought the lady was the victim the entire time, but she was actually the serial killer? I can't remember um, it. Uh, a couple of years. You know what I'm talking about? Like, um, t- she's she's escaping from the slasher killer the entire movie, but it turns out she was the slasher killer the whole time. Wasn't that? Wasn't that the whole? Th- she, of Scream Queens or and something. And she imagined or, uh, herself as the victim, but she was actually the killer. Yeah, see, that's probably me. Like, it, I would probably be, like, completely insane and, like, wouldn't even, like, I would think I was a victim, but, like, in all actuality. But, I mean, I guess if I had to get killed, I don't, I don't know. I would probably get drowned. Ouch. That's severe. Maybe. Probably to be fair, drowned. I want to drown you right now. <laughs> Jason, yeah. Jason Voorhees pulls you into the lake and you drown. And Chris yeah, no, you know it's not even Jason; it's the fat kid trying to get back into the canoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's K 
Kelly. After he drowns her. He's all he's all gas. He drowns her in the toilet. I can't get in. I can't get in the canoe. Kelly, after our day from Applebee's, we go to the lake. That's right. And, and he uh, just drowns her. Kelly's revenge. He's like, why didn't you want the riblets? He stuffed your whole. <laughs> they were all you could eat. <laughs> he stuffed your gullet full of apps and drowns you in a river. As he as he cries, as he drowns her, as he yeah. leans on the back of her head. <laughs> eating yeah. all you can eat wings. Look what you made me do. That would have been him. Like He was like, like that. That's why I had to get out of that. How many mozzarella like sticks? Oh, man. You didn't even get a virgin daiquiri. Uh, good lord. But anyway, no, I would I would probably be, be the, the killer. killer. Yeah, I would probably. I'd kill you so or fast. Or make friends with you. Uh, I want to make you. Yeah, I just want to kill you so fast right now. I'd, I'd machete yeah. your head off so quickly. I want to drown <laughs> you in a virgin daiquiri. At so, so apparently, like, Sal and Chuck would kill me. Yes, and... that's how my movie would end. Yeah. Well, that's not how I'm going Sal's out. Sal's going to. Sal's yeah, it's not how we're going to go out. And a virgin daiquiri at Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would kill you and but then like anyway. a bus would hit me. Or something. You would what? Tie it together. I would hit you. would be like, uh, what is it? Um, what's the movie where like death kills people? Final Destination. Oh, oh yeah. I'd kill I'd kill you and then like I step out in the street and a bus would just flatten me. See, that's that's how I figured. Uh, I, I in in that situation, I, I figured I would wind up probably going out that way. I w- it would be a situation where I'd be like, "All right, um, here's the plan, guys, and we're gonna we come up with this amazing Rube Goldbergian plan <laughs> on a chalkboard <laughs> about exactly how we're going to escape the zombie apocalypse." Nice, right? And I'm like, "Okay, cool." And I'm like, all right, guys, this is what we're going to do. And we're all going to have all of our guns and weapons and everything's going to be all set up. <clears throat> It'll be like, great. And then as we're talking about the plan, they're going to show a zombie fall out of an airplane or a helicopter. <laughs> Sal has really like a, thought about this. I thought about it, too. Right. Well, the, the zombie would fall out of a, like a news traffic copter. And he would land on the building, on top of the building I am on. I am in right now, setting up my plan. And he's on the roof that we've already cleared off, so we're not going to check it. So at this point, he's shuffling and dumbing around up there. And he's going to move to the edge and step on the edge brick. And when I come out all set with like all the bandolero on me, that brick is going to hit me in the back of the skull and kill me instantly. <laughs> See? <laughs> I thought the zombie was going to land on you. Like you're giving this. No, no, no. See, that's what everybody thinks. Everybody thought the zombie was going to jump on me and bite me. That's not how I go out. I get hit in the skull (laughs) by a brick and just killed outright. Right. It's a hundred times worse. Yes. Right. And then everybody, you know, because then there's no brain for the zombies to eat. And they just look at me like, oh, and then I'm not in the movie at all again. You don't even come back as a zombie. zombie. Right. Yeah. Because it's not even. Yeah. Man, that's (laughs) sad. Yeah, that's you, exactly how I go. You out. and I kind of b- both went in the same direction because I had an idea. Yeah. I had I had two ideas. I had one where it was what I wanted to happen, and the other was like the reality of what would happen. Wait, wait, is what what you wanted to happen was that the Trump dream? <laughs> <laughs> where I'm fighting zombies. I give, I give an inspirational speech. <laughs> oh, that would, oh, that would have been great. My favorite. Oh, but it was sort we of should, like. We, we, <laughs> like I imagine, like if you remember uh, Alien Three, mm-hmm. 
uh, mm-hmm. Dylan. Like they finally they trap the alien. They're Dylan. in the they're in the lead works. Dylan. Dylan. Right. And we're all trying to escape, but the alien is following us. I'm like, nope, I gotta stay behind. And I gotta be the big damn hero and keep the alien what? down here while you guys pour the lead and kill it. I could see Chuck in a hero role. Chuck would Chuck would do that. And given my like last see? like kind of fuck you to the, to yeah. the alien is I like I fight it hand to hand and all that stuff, and it's like it's really great. It's big damn hero's moment going. Then I'm okay, thinking- so now uh, yeah. That, see that's that's that would be a, a nice ending. That would be a good ending. Saving saving the group, saving the team, taking one for the team, dying for everybody else. But then I then I think right. about what the reality would be, and it would it would honestly be like uh, Scatman Crothers in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> and I would literally show up, be like, "I'm here to save the day," and here a guy gets comes out of the fucking corner with an axe and just sinks it right into my chest. <laughs> You spent the entire movie getting there. Get it. And yeah. I was thinking, dude, I was thinking about that too. Cause I'm like, all right, think of all the things that he had to do. He had to book the flight, it's right? Right, dude. He had to sit in the fucking airport. He had to pack. Shit, boss. He had, he, even though he didn't have a suitcase, he had to pack somewhat, you know, for the cold climate, right? He has to go to the airport. He's got to sit in the terminal, right? He's got to wait for his plane. The plane's got a taxi in. He gets in there. And if he's anything like me, he's got some bullshit where the plane can't fucking take off right away. They got to wait. Right. So now he's waiting at the terminal. He's waiting in the tarmac. The plane finally takes off. Travels he has to pay eleven dollars for water. Yeah. yeah, he gets he gets his fucking wheat crackers or whatever, and his little bit of cheese or whatever the thing they got. He, maybe he buys a drink on the plane. He gets all the way there. Now he's got to get out of the airport. He's got to grab a taxi. He's got to travel to where he can rent a fucking snowcat. Because he has to, well, he has to talk a taxi into taking him because they're like it's bad weather. It's bad so weather. Gotta go. So he's got to pay the guy like extra. Maybe he's got to pay the guy like twice, like maybe like three times the amount he's supposed to do. He gets all the that way there. That was literally like the worst part of the movie. Now think about this: all to go to a place he doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to go. I to. know, but he's got to yeah. save Danny. He knows bad shit's yeah. going on, but he's got to go there. He's got to rent the the snowcat. He's got to <laughs> travel the roads, the dangerous roads, the entire time <laughs> to get to the hotel. And he finally gets there. He parks the thing. He gets out. He goes in. He's like, "I'm going to save the fucking day." And Jack Nicholson comes out of the fucking corner <laughs> and just waffles him, <laughs> fucking waffles him with an axe, and that's it. <sighs> That's it. That's all you got. That's what I think would happen. That's the worst part of that movie. I mean, like, when he kills him, I'm like, really? This poor yeah. guy. Like, I would literally walk in, like, I'm here, guys. And then they'd just be like a fucking. <laughs> Dead. A dude. Yeah, they'd be Dead. like, they'd be like <laughs> yeah. the laser pointer at my head and a sniper bullet would just go through my skull. Like, okay. I guess that was it. <laughs> <laughs> end, of, end of story. End of story. Credits roll. Yep. Nobody was saved. Yes. Chuck, save the day. Well, I tried. Yeah, not. But he didn't. I like, tried my best. He didn't. He did literally nothing. <laughs> it took me. It took me like sixteen hours to get to you, and I, and I finally did. I died immediately. <laughs> it's like in Call of Duty when you spend twenty minutes crawling around the top of the building to peek your head up, and bang, dead. You parachute in. You, you parachute d- in. You shot. You're killed before you hit the ground. Yep, that's me. <laughs> Big damn heroes. I'm in the fucking gulag. I'm like, oh, well, how'd that happen? I just, yes. I just wanted to show him be a know, hero. I I don't know. I think I feel like um, like uh, the evolution of all of that. We've always, you know, we've had the the zombie plans forever. Um, where you know, oh, I'm going to go on a boat. I'm going to do this. And I always think, you know, I, as I've gotten older, I'm just like, oh, the reality is, 
there's a good chance we're not going to make past the first round. Yeah, I'm going to die yeah. in like 10 minutes. I'm going to step out my door and be killed. I'll be so right. mad. Right. Uh, you know, or it's going to be random stupidity where I'm going to get in the car and one's going to run by and scratch me with his fucking yeah. nail. And I'll be like, cocksucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be the part of the game where you're set. Because <laughs> you're like, fuck that. I'm, I'm out. Fuck this. Full health. This is dumb. I'm quitting. I'm coming back in. Yeah. I'm so, gonna, and then the I mean, like, okay, if, okay. Here's a good question: If you did, if you were escaping the zombies and you did did get scratched, would you a commit suicide or b wait and become a zombie? Oh fuck no! I'm gonna become a zombie. I'm gonna become a zombie. I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm Look, not killing myself. I'm. It's fuck a whole. Man. I'm gonna start a whole new game. <laughs> yeah. These are these are extra innings as a zombie right now. Yeah. No. 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 Especially if somebody's like, here, man, I'll be like, oh, cool, the gun? And I'm going to shoot them in the face for even suggesting that I kill myself. So you Dare would just they. go like full on zombie. Yeah. If the zombies well, are the winning I team, I'm going to jump onto the winning team. Conflicted. I'm going to be on the right side of history like, on this one. What would you do, though, if like Kim was still in the house and she wasn't a zombie? Shoot her in the head. Yeah. Totally Seriously? Right. I'm saving I'm saving you. Because once I'm gone, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> So here you go. Here's my gift. Because really? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pop in my cell. I'm here, we can, get, we can get through this together, and I'll have an axe in my chest, and I'll come back as a zombie. Yeah. And at that point, you know. Yeah, yeah. At that, Because that, that would be exactly what happened. Chuck would come in and be like, what? Oh, my God, what did you do? I'm like, I helped her out. And I'd be like, yeah. how? Like this, Chuck. And I would bury an axe in the back <laughs> of his back. I'm just trying to help and us all like, get on the done? team like, together. No, no, no. We're on team cool now. We are on team good guy. Would you turn Chuck into a zombie? Yeah. Uh, hello? Of course he would. Absolutely. And then he'd be like, I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, helping you out, buddy. <laughs> Winning team. Very strange. Then we'll wander around giant and zombies killing people who come in. Speaking speaking of mindless <laughs> zombies, we have another message. <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds more like I should be ordering uh, ordering a diner food. Oh, I, I'm, I'm leaving a message right now. Sorry, so we're all leaving messages right now. That was the friendliest horror voicemail I've ever heard. Yikes. <laughs> Number one wow. reason, keep grandpas away from iPhones. <laughs> wow. That's why the grandpas is no using technologies. That's that's why you don't, yeah. That's why you don't get your granddad an iPad for Christmas or whatever. <laughs> How do you work this confounded contraption? How do I get to the information superhighway? I'm hearing about. Oh, where's that merch lane? Hmm. Get me on the it's... interweb. Or the undoubtedly the one everybody's heard back in the day when everybody had answering machines. Hi, we can't get to the phone right now. Leave the message <laughs> as soon as the beep. How the fuck do you make this beep? Is it beeping? Is, this, it, is it beeping? How is it? Is it a beep yet? Are we done? Are we leave the message. Is it good beep? No, I hit the button. It's supposed uh, to beep, right? I have to tell. I have to tell a good one since you guys are talking about that on my um, nan that passed away a couple years ago. Um. She literally thought that I could hear my voicemail like you could hear an answering machine. 
so she thought I could hear it like as she was saying it. Does that make any sense? You know, what? like the answering machines, you could hear people leaving you the message. So oh, I okay, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, like you could physically so stand there. So she and thought listen. you were screening. She thought you were screening <laughs> the voicemail. Yes. So she would call me, and like if I was at work or whatever, she would literally leave me voicemails. It's like I know you can hear me saying this right now. You're just not answering the phone. <laughs> Pick up the goddamn phone. <laughs> I know you can hear me right now, you ungrateful little bitch. You better pick yeah. up the phone. I'm outside your window right now. I can see you're in the house. I'm staring at you. You can't you can hide from phone. me. I can like hear I always, I always thought it was so cute because she literally thought that I could hear her like right then. Like she was saying it right then. And like I would try to explain it to her. I'd be like, man, I can't hear you. She'd be like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. She was right next to you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here right now. I'm not hearing. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Leave a message. Well, to be it, fair, back in, back really when fun. we had the big speaker on our TV, I thought you could talk <laughs> into it, and the people on the other side of the TV can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a shoot. That is a true story. <laughs> so, what, you'd be watching a movie and just yell at the movie and think they could like if I no when I was watching this. This is true. Two times I did like I remember doing it, and then my father had to go stop it. You idiot. Um, the first time was on on Happy Days, and I was talking. I was trying to talk to Fonzie, and my father told me to. See, he, he was like, "All right, stop." He's like, "They can't hear you." I'm like, "No, if you talk through here, you can hear you." Fonzie, like, no, they can't. don't. Don't jump You're over that. Idiot. That fucking the sharks in there. Don't jump over that. No, he uh, he smarted me up to that. And no, you no, you dullard. Indiana Jones can't. No, hear you ya. stupid. You idiot. Yeah, he's gonna pick up the thing. He can't hear you. All right. So he's going to pick oh, up the fucking idol and get a boulder's going to chase him. That's adorable. Well, uh, I the original the original story came from uh, the Magic Garden when I thought they can hear me. And there was a show on on uh, called the Magic Garden, <laughs> and it was on in New York on on PIX, which is Channel Eleven. And when I went, and I was talking into and I talked into the, the the speaker, and I went, "Hi, Carol and Paula," and they went, "Hi." <laughs> you know they were and they were like hi how's everybody out there and i was like good and they're like good we're happy to hear it and i'm like oh my god they can hear me i so, have powers beyond I mean, human comprehension well, no no so now it became a thing of i didn't want to overuse it because it was during a show i didn't want I you didn't, didn't want to bother unless them. i had something important right. to say right so i waited and then when i went to talk to fonzie my father's like idiot get away from the tv like I'm trying to watch. First of all, you're in the way. Yeah, you're in the way, stupid. <laughs> Secondly, what are you doing? Stop hugging Fonzie. He can't feel your yeah, love. Stop hugging the TV and talking into the speaker, you idiot. <laughs> Fonzie, I've always appreciated. First you of all, the show doing. is the show that you're watching is already six years old, moron. What are you doing? <laughs> Sal, this is gun smoke. The, all these people this are probably is, dead already. Everybody is dead. Everybody yeah. on the screen is dead. I love Lucy. She's not really there. I can, I can talk to ghosts. No. God damn it. Well, no. You know what? We're taking your TV <laughs> privileges away from you. Well, I knew better than I wouldn't talk to the black and white people because they were obviously long gone. They were dead. <laughs> Anybody in black and white was already dead. That is like the cutest story. Yeah. And my father didn't think so. He's like, you're an idiot. You are legitimately an idiot. 
Well, yeah, because you were in the way of the TV. Like, yeah, I was blocking our, the TV. Our parents and grandparents hated that because I guess sit your stupid ass down and stop talking. We take TV for granted right now. Like back then, you had like three channels. Well, to be fair, we were the remote control. We were. It was go, go turn the knob, change the channel, go change yeah. the channel, turn the knob. If you, if you turned it too fast, they would yell at you. Oh like, yeah, you're gonna break it. You're gonna break yeah. the TV. My brother broke the knob on the television once, and he thought that oh, no. the whole the, the whole country is shut down. Yeah. <laughs> it just fucking the looks on everybody's faces when that knob came off. You're like, that's it. You fucking you ruined it. We can't. That's it. We're done. No TV ever or again. The secret the secret channel between eight and nine. <laughs> There was supposed to be a secret channel. We were told yeah. that there was a secret channel on 8 and 9. And we would try to just balance it right between 8 and 9. So now I'm picturing you just like you're staring at static on the screen. I did. Con- dude, I did for and a And your dad time. laughing from the other room. Like this fucking kid. Look at him. Like I don't believe this kid. talking he to the cannot, static he... people now. And there was a, I'm sure there was a few times like when he looked at my mother and he was like, I want to test to make sure this is my <laughs> kid. Because... <laughs> This kid's a fucking idiot. I'm a, I'm a little worried. He's staring at the screen like Carol Ann and Poltergeist just trying to get fucking oh, ghosts to come out. So, yeah. But, okay, so... But, um, well, anyway, back The to three it. messages, excellent. Those are those yeah. are three of the Thank many you very messages much. that we'll, we're yeah. going to keep playing more. We'll play more and more because you guys have left a ton. So I like thank this. You guys. Because it puts you guys yes. in the mix. Like, it, it puts you out there now. Yeah, I love it. And, again, so, so far, I wanna, I'm going to say Chris... Chris is the lead with that. That was a fucking cool question. Good question. Um, it was a yeah, good question. very very cool question. I didn't think um, about it near as much as Salon shot, but well, I've been thinking about this regardless of who asked it. Like this is before Chris <laughs> even asked. I've been thinking. I've I'm like, thought about this. I expected this to happen my whole life. An axe, yeah, an axe coming into my chest. Like I just want to be the killer. That's I don't. That's it. I don't want to get killed by you. Though. Yeah, I just uh, I'd be embarrassed. No, Ooh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd pop somebody's eyeball right out. Anyway. And eat it? Like jerky? I don't think I would eat it. Pickled eyeballs? Eyeball. I've, I've eaten a fish eyeball and it's not good. Ooh, mm. see, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it might just yeah. pop in your mouth like a green pea or something. And I'm there's there's that. there's not a, a hard consistency to it. Like you expect it, it's just really soft. Ew, God. It's, like a, it's like a gummy. It's more, mostly that briny taste. Ugh. Ugh. Which I, I like the briny taste, but it's really the texture. It pops. Like, uh, it pops like a gusher in your mouth. Oh god! <laughs> it didn't. It didn't pop like a gusher. It wasn't. Wasn't honestly. It really because it's oh. again. We're not talking about a human eyeball. We're talking about a fish eyeball, which is like the size of a pea. True. Now imagine a imagine a dehydrated pea. That's what this was like. It was kind of, but it was much softer. Anyway, regardless. Um. Ew. So yeah. Please keep up the the calls. They're, they're great, and uh, so far, yes. I think Chris, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on Chris. If you are hearing this, send me uh, at the hard junkyard at protonmail.com. Send us your information. I'm gonna send you out a DVD. We're gonna we're gonna randomly pick a DVD from the horror bin and send it to you. Can I? Okay. Can I just do this? The. Are you going to drop your towel and ask Chuck to massage your groin? I am. The app actually translates it into a text. Oh. <laughs> does, so, it, does it translate like my phone does? <laughs> yeah, okay, so I want to read Chris's voicemail. This is exactly oh, what the now app this is. is. Okay, so the app transcribes this yes. into what it thinks Chris said. 
Okay. And I can, I'm okay. even going to post this on Instagram. Not right. your phone cool. number, Chris. I'm not going to post your phone number, but I'm going to post this. Ketchup sale. What's going on, guys? <laughs> it's Chris. Something to try to use the one wrinkle. I have to <laughs> What? <laughs> Try this voicemail thing out. So since I'm calling three of fishing autos a horror movie. Fishing auto. That's gonna be that's gonna be a, a, my next character name on COD. Fishing auto. <laughs> fishing autos parachuting in. Um not pose a question, you guys. So you're right in your life is a horror movie now. It's time for your big death scene. How do you go? What's the setup and who or what murders you? I look forward to the next episode. Keep up the good work. Take care, guys. So the end of the huh. voicemail, was, it actually got it together. Yeah. But, I love how like the, the, the uh, translation finally caught up to actual English at the end. Yes, yes. But, I mean, ketchup sale? Ketchup was, sale. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Pleasure for me. <laughs> Pleasure for me. <laughs> I have a question also, left on my brain. I also liked in uh, uh, what's his name's email, a uh, voicemail. He was like, "Hey guys, y'all should check out Evil <laughs> Tunes. Evil Tunes is good as boobs and kind and all kinds of things. So check that out, guys. Fun." And it was like seventeen seconds. The fucking <laughs> the the voicemail was like a minute and forty. So it was seventeen seconds of of the dude being like Evil Tunes. And the rest was just dead air that I listened through the whole thing, waiting for something else to happen. Because <laughs> I'm like, obviously, there's going to be an Avengers ending on this. Well, I can, <laughs> there just wasn't. It's funny because his his read, hello, this is Sonny, movie recommendation here, early 90s animation, and are gratuitous. Press how can go wrong. The, mo- <laughs> the movie's called Legal Teens around 1996. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. Legal Teens. Legal Teens. It's a totally different show, kid. But yeah, again, trying to get, I think this uh, transcript trying to get into his trouble. <laughs> yeah, I don't, That's I don't know amazing. what I don't know what they were trying to do with the legal teens. And then but on, yeah, on keep the, keep calling in because the translations are hilarious. Like I believe the transcription on uh, the transcription on Stevie's just read inaudible elderly laughter. <laughs> what did his say? Elderly, inaudible mumbling. It's his, incoherent. Yeah, elderly mumbling, mumbling gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta, no, okay, more like... just for a heads up, we have to fucking chill because he, he has guns now. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no. that's, that's true. <laughs> he's got guns and he's got he's going fucking he's going survival commando but, crazy. I so. be, but I shouldn't be afraid, though. I die by an axe in the chest. Well, yeah. not if he comes after you, because that'll be the thing. He he's got he's got cardio on every one of us and could just yes, run has. around us until we get tired and die. <laughs> watching like him I run. wish <laughs> I had Stevie's motivation. Just he can he can life. literally just kill us just by doing cardio in front of us. He could, he could, and like we would all would we would all just breathing hard. Yeah, our hearts would explode, and that would be over. Yeah, but I do have to say I do appreciate Stevie you saying that that was the nicest voicemail message you ever heard because I have to give a heads up to everybody. I recorded a voicemail. You're welcome. Oh, greeting, sorry. and everybody said it sounded like a dentist's office. Yeah, well, that's that's what he meant. He, yeah, he he expected it to be all heavy metal and crazy, and he was like, <laughs> "That was the yeah. that was the most nice." The, er- the early message was, "Hi, 
You've reached the offices of the horror junkyard. We can't come to the phone right now, but if you please leave your name number, if you please a brief leave the name message, number, we'll get back to you just as soon as we can. We'll get back to you as soon Thanks as humanly calling. possible. We love you. <laughs> it was my best customer service voice. I wish you nothing but gumdrop smiles and it was just cotton it was candy dreams. Nice. I wish you nothing but towel drops and groin massages. <laughs> get out of here, Harvey. Oh Harvey. Oh Harvey. <laughs> um so yeah, so that's uh we're we're going to we're going to actually I hope this keeps up cuz we'd like to make that a regular thing on the show where Yeah, it's really we, fun. Yeah, we get to interact with you guys cuz it is fun like so, yeah. again, we want to hear from funny you. Funny shit. And actually hear Definitely. from you. Put yourselves out there. Yeah. Coming strong. I, I'll be honest, it's it is a it is a world of difference between you know, getting an email, being like, oh, reading this and then hearing the guys on the phone, you know, and like kind of and I, I know it sounds silly, but like getting to know people that is listening to our show like it, you're you're now real people. You're no longer just emailing turds like we, <laughs> yeah. we know, you know, <laughs> you're, you're a real up. person. Yeah. So congratulations. You guys have stepped up your game and I I greatly appreciate that. Um, and I want to read the number again, like. Is this Chris's number out loud? No, I'm just going to read our number again. Okay. If you guys want, we can read Chris's number out loud if you guys want. (laughs) We can. You too can call Stevie. (laughs) You can call Chris. (laughs) He's having a catch up sale right now. And (laughs) welcome to catch up sales. I am Chris. (laughs) I'm Chris, your ketchup man. (laughs) I am the guy who will get you your ketchup at discount. You want some fucking ketchup? What's up? Yeah, I know a guy who knows a guy. He's a ketchup guy. But if you guys want to call us, for sure, our number again is 207-261-0008. You did that all fucking professional like you were writing that shit <laughs> you know what's, You know what's funny? Because I listened to the uh, I listened to the horseman. And every time Ben gives out the number, <laughs> the beginning of the number gets cut off. Oh, because it gets choppy because yeah. of the spectrum. Every yeah. single time. Mm-hmm. He's like, call them at, at three. Oh, 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 great. Zero, 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 eight. <laughs> Thanks, awesome. Spectrum. You Thank- cocksuckers. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great work. So, uh. That was uh, so. Now we're uh, we're 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 now knee deep in camp this month. Right. Yes, we um, are. Next month is fall. Yep, oh, we I cannot wait for fucking heat to go away. I, I, um, I want the winter. Our so next badly. movie. Did, did we pick a? Did we pick another movie? Yeah, we did. What was what it? What was it? I forget. forget. My brain is come on, Chuck. Oh, I'm not going to remember it. You unprofessional motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. Sucker. Um, it took all it. my it took all that I had to remember the burning, even though I just watched it. <laughs> um. So what? Uh, we have another movie that we'll figure it out. And it's coming. I don't we know. We can't remember. Point, oh, yeah, we're not professional. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. Mostly Chuck, though. <laughs> Mostly Chuck and his towel. Fuck, Fuck you, people. So, um. Yeah. So again, give us a call at uh the number that Cat just read out very professionally. Um, yes. I don't remember it. That's why Ben does. Um, we also have, and then make sure the horror junkyard at Proton Mail, the secure CERN server. Right. 
Um, it's the hard junkyard at protonmail.com and you can reach out and get a hold of us. Um, check out everybody on the Hameen Media Network. Uh, you got the Russo stuff, you got the locker room, you got uh, Suck My Balls, the South Park podcast. Um, you got NFO, which is honestly, those guys fucking kill every fucking episode they put out. They put so much time and effort into us. Like, and I look at ours and I'm like, <laughs> wait oh, a minute. Yeah. We are the, <laughs> Hold on here. We are the drizzling shits. Compared yes. to what they do, but uh, but no, Chuck, you're good. Yeah, yeah, thanks. What's what, what what's it. the thing we're doing next month? That's what, what is it? I don't I don't know. Thank maybe you. maybe some good Star day. Maybe there's like day, what, watch good day. you know good watch a day, horror sir. movie. We'll watch the Star Wars holiday day. special. That's a horror movie. Oh, friendship, fucking life day. <laughs> um, but another thing that I, I sent to Chuck today. Um, Camp of Hard Knocks. There is, there is a uh, horror role-playing game from Free League, which is uh, our friends across the pond. Um, they're putting out a game, Vasin, Vasin, it's Nordic horror uh, role-playing game. It fucking looks pretty good so yeah. far. So um, we're going to get some more. I want to read into it a little more, get some more information. Then we can probably talk about it uh, next time we're on uh, end of the show segment sort of thing. Um, if you have anything else, if, like I said, any ideas, games, suggestions, movies, we're here. Let us know. Even bands. Um, since I was, I've been listening to to uh, Lordy a lot this week, which if you guys have not checked it out, imagine a monster group made of monsters who play heavy nice. metal. Yeah. Nice. Um, they had some heat with Guar for a while because, you know, Guar said they were ripoffs. Um, but definitely check them out. Lordy worth your, you know, worth it. Um, and anybody else got some suggestions, send it to us. We'd love to hear them. Otherwise keep the fucking mouth shut. We don't care. Yeah. We got you an email. We got you a phone number. What else do you and want from you, us? Like all kinds of ways to get in touch with us. So send us jerky. I, I was about to say yeah. that's what the human jerky comes down to. And I mean, send literally just, to. even if it's not human jerky, we'll take jerky. Listen, we're not, hold on, hold on a sec. We're not begging these people for shit. Well, I mean, don't you got well, some jerky? I do, but I'm listen, just trying. We to have help. To, we got no, 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 no. What we have to do, we have to keep this as nebulous as possible for legal reasons. So if you're going to send us jerky, whether it be human or any other kind, you can send it to us. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and we're not just going to beg you for jerky. I'm going to beg for jerky. You should be doing that already. We're better than that. Are we? No, but no, sounds good. we're not. <laughs> All right, fuckers. So, um, anything else anybody needs to cover? Anybody else nope. need anything? Okay. Fair yeah. enough. They're all set. All right. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks, two weeks, and yep. whatever show Chuck designs to come up with. Yeah, unless... pick for us. All right. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I'm making the human jerky pronto. <laughs> 